Ladies and gentlemen, may I present for your intellectual and philosophical pleasure. Run fast on Raw Dog. Serious XM Comedy Hits. Channel 99. Fez Show, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. We are live on a Wednesday, and that puts us at what Chris likes to call hump day. And you made up this phrase yourself, Chris. Yes, I did. See, Wednesday being the middle of the week is like a hump. So we're going up. We get to the top of the hump Wednesday. So this has nothing to do with sex. No, nothing to do with sex, no. Okay, let me take that off. And one more thing, does it have to do with camels? Somewhat, yeah, because, you know, a camel has a hump. Yeah, but no one tries to get over the camel's hump. You're just trying to sit on that. Or in between. The thing that makes me furious about fucking camels is some of them have two humps and some have one. Are the two hump ones like freaks? No, I think they're like different camels. Like one is one type of camel, the other's another. So there was another type of camel that needed that much double the water inside that hump of theirs? No, because the one hump camels have a gigantic hump. <laughs> I think it's literally... Uh, it, think, of, think of it as one is like a gallon, and the other one being two half gallons. I gotcha. This is why I should be a fucking science teacher. You know what? I would be the greatest teacher if they didn't make you get an education first before you teach the children. 
well, you know, they want to make sure that you can can actually teach the children. So getting that piece of paper, you know, guarantees. I was it. with a professor last night, um, who has owned to earned his doctorate in the street, oh. and I'm talking about none other than Rich Voss. Uh, we uh, went over and did the uh, Voss and Bonnie uh, riot casts last night. Uh, down at the Village Underground, and had just such a terrific night. Uh, it was such a well-run show all the way around. Dan S- uh, Soder opened it up. Uh, Voz came out and did some stand-up. Bonnie did some stand-up. Then they talked together. They brought me out as a, finally, getting the recognition I deserve, marriage counselor. And uh, the show was so much fun to do, runs so well. And then they had these really cool posters that we signed for the people after. And I totally want us to rip off the poster idea. Okay. While we're running around trying to get all these signed things, I think a, a sign run of Fez poster, which was one is. Really cool paper. It was like real old school looking, but what a uh, what a great show! Robert Kelly was the producer the entire night, and uh, he ran it like it was an Os- Oscars show. Fantastic. Fez was my wingman, and uh, Fez, tell the truth, as a guy who's been around the, uh, a lot of shows, how well did that go? It was one of the smoothest shows I've ever seen. It was amazing. Put that down as an RK production. <laughs> and no, I do not call him Bobby Kelly when he's running that. I call him Mr. Robert Kelly. Wow. Uh, the Riotcast gang was out there. Shelby uh, showed up. Everybody was there except for a Mr. Chris Stanley, yeah. uh, the antisocial guy. But I worked. With, I saw a lot of your co-workers. Oh, from Riotcast, from yeah. Riotcast. Shelby was there, and somebody came up to me and said that, well, first of all, Shelby comes in, and he is our comedy nerd. He loves comedy, and he comes in with his little backpack on, (laughs) and then sits and stares at the comedy rather than interacting or laughing or anything. And I'm like, Shelby, I thought you loved comedy. He goes, I thought you liked comedy. He goes like this. I love this. <laughs> but it was all internal he for Shelby. Didn't crack once, no emotion. His little wheels were going as a way of, uh, I don't know whether it was like, I wish I was married to Voss. I wish <laughs> I was his wife doing a podcast with him. Voss and Bonnie, first of all, they're so funny separately. But put them together. Uh and it's fireworks, indoor fireworks. Uh, Opie was there last night, like a rock star. Hell yeah. Rocking around, you know. Just killing it. Yeah, man. Just It was like showing up when Clapton just walked in and tried to hang in the back of a room. Like sometimes Clapton will go to shows and just be like, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to check out this fucking dude. And people are like, Clapton's here. I'm a fan too. Uh, that's how people, I hear people going like this, Opie's in the back. Opie's in the back. You see who's here? It's Leopold. 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 Okay, Bugs Bunny reference. Not everyone's going to get that. But fantastic show. And Opa even said to me at the end of the night, he goes like, what do you think of this whole Riotcast thing? Is that a place for us to go? And I'm like, 
man, I hope not. <laughs> you know, it's great for these guys, but I don't know. I don't really like a big corporation doing corporate stuff. Rycast doesn't offer health insurance. Love working with Rycast. No health insurance, though. It is very, uh, it's punk rock in, in the best way of saying it. Like, it's that uh, DYI, but, you know, there's really good shows on there. And, uh, you know, it's, I guess it's the future, man. I don't know. It's a podcasting network. See, the first there were podcasts. Yeah. And then all the podcasts would come together and say, now we're a podcasting network. So now you have an entire. I get that, but you have to remember, I started in this business with CBS. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, that was my first job. Morning show with CBS. So I'm used to the promotions department, <laughs> the sales department, the booking department. That's Robert Kelly for Rankins. Yeah, I know. He's, he does an amazing job. Like, But I was actually thinking, like, you know, they didn't take any of those, like, L.A. Sunset Glam Rock guys didn't exactly jump into the grunge scene. They were not welcome there. <laughs> like, I was thinking to myself, this is a cool scene, but is it not for me? You know what I mean? Like, is this not my... Am I not even welcome into this world? Because I've been lucky enough to be in the in the wave before that. You were welcomed in love for My Wife Hates Me. I really Last was. Night, see? I really was. Their audience treated me very, very well. And it was a really fun night. And, you know, well, see, this is the thing that isn't lost on me that I think is lost on a lot of my peers. To go into the Village Underground and know... In the room that I'm in, Dylan played here. <laughs> Patti Smith played here. That's never lost on me. You know? I sat in the chair that Solomon Burke, the throne that they used to travel with. Um, it was really, really fucking fun. Um, he was a buddy that calls the show, and I met him last night face-to-face. -face. Austin, how you doing, pal? I'm all right, Ron. How's everything? Yeah. Um, I just gotta say, last night was awesome. You killed it. Voss and Bonnie were so fucking funny. I really had a great time. Thank you guys very much. Thank you. Um, I just gotta say, though, I got to meet Shelby, and, um, he's very handsome. I was taken back. And, yeah. uh, I said, hello, Shelby, what's going on? Um, I'm glad you caught a break, and I think you're hilarious. He wouldn't even look at me. He just looked at me out of the corners of his eyes and kind of mumbled at me and walked away. <laughs> Someone actually... <laughs> now, Shelby, grab a mic over there and stand up so I can see you because you're hidden from me. I heard this from people. People would come up with the posters and ask Shelby to sign them or ask him to pose for pictures. And someone said, he looked at me like he didn't know that he worked in radio. <laughs> like, he, like strangers had walked up to him at the zoo and started to bother him. I don't know why anybody would want to take a picture of my autograph. I mean, that's, I don't know. I wouldn't want my autograph. But you don't understand. You're on the radio now. People are listening to you right now. Yeah, my name's not on the show. Why, what are you going to get with my autograph? Your voice is on the show. It was just kind of weird. I just wasn't expecting They wanted everybody's signature on the posters that sold out last night. And Shelby, you did come in. Shelby was dressed like the person you always see on surveillance video when they're trying to find the bomber or the or the killer. The backpack, the jacket, the creepy hat. Oh, I'm sorry I didn't change into my suit before I came in. Oh, yeah. oh shit! Whoa, you, you could have taken the backpack off at some point, Unabomber. 
Oh, wait, Ronnie, was that the shirt that I saw, Fezzin? The shirt? Yeah, that was the yeah, famous that's the shirt. shirt. <laughs> Million bucks, Fez. It was nice talking to you, too, man. You're a sweetheart. Thank you very much, guys. Um, You're a sweetheart. Yeah, Fez was like my main man last night. Making sure Ronnie B was, uh, you know... Taken care of? Yeah, because it was a very... I mean, this place, they were hanging from the ceiling. Nice. It was. It was packed. It was standing room only. Um, and the show... You couldn't... I, I mean, to me, it's not to put down straight stand-up, but to me, to go up and have that kind of stuff happen in front of an audience, you know, that isn't prepared material... I just thought it was great. And Voss and Bonnie are so fucking quick that it was just like a joy to be up there with them. You know, because it's just stuff. I am way too guarded to be that open with my life. We all, but the, the only thing that Bonnie didn't do last night was a pap smear in front of everybody. <laughs> because they were that open with their life. You shared everything? Everything. Well, Voss shared all of Bonnie's guys. <laughs> but I've never seen a man that w is so like ready to bring up his... Uh, this is the thing that shocked me. So Voss has been trying to talk Bonnie into... A threesome, right? Okay. Now, if I tell you that, what do you think Voss is looking for? To another chick. No. What? He's looking for another dude. <laughs> what? Now, let me, yeah. Come on! Now, here's the thing about it. When you're looking for a threesome and you're looking for another chick, you're really, you know, I mean, this takes a certain amount of fucking carny. You know what sure, I mean? Sure, yeah. You've got to work it a little bit, you know. <laughs> hey, she's in between relationships. <laughs> Does she, you know, is she curious? Is she going, you know, you've got to be out there ready to fucking work it. But to get another dude to come in with Bonnie? No fucking problem. You could get anyone in the room, the drive through at McDonald's later. <laughs> this is the easiest sexual fantasy to solve. They're just fucking, they'd be lining up. What, what is um, also, Chris, you were supposed to uh, send Voss loves more than anything in, li in life that little clip from that we have on our show of Bonnie laughing at him when he was talking about his painful childhood. Oh, okay. So, do we have that? This is this is Voss's favorite thing ever for some reason. You would think for most guys this would be considered a horrible horrible thing, but uh Voss thinks this is the funniest. Like he gets tears in his eyes thinking about her being this uh cruel. And uh I know we used it as a uh, promo before. Can't find it, Chris. You got it? Looks like I got it, yeah. Okay. Let's Mom and his sister shared a bed. <laughs> yeah, not a bed. A bed room. Oh, 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 this isn't it. Well, we have it somewhere, right? Yeah. And you'll keep looking around for it? Yeah. Um, hey, Carl. Carl, you're on the Run of Fez show. Carl. Hello? Yeah, go ahead, pal. You're on the air. Oh, sorry, I didn't hear you call my name. Uh, I was at the show last night, Ronnie. I was sitting right, right in front, pretty much right in front of you, basically, with my me and my chick with the curly hair, right, right in front of you. Oh yeah, and, I remember uh, you. 
Yeah, and you were saying earlier that, you know, Opie was there. I actually didn't even know he was there, which I would have, like, lost my shit. Because he was being very, radio. like I said, he was that, he was the gunslinger. He came in, went to the back corner, just checked it out, came up later. He was very, very smooth about it all. Yeah, but you're, you're underselling you, which, you know, is understandable. To talk, you know, you don't want to talk about yourself like that. But you were the rock star last night there, buddy. You, uh, that place went nuts when you got announced, and, uh, as far as being lightning quick, you're you're right up there with the best of them. That's that's uh, it's amazing to to witness that live every time. So. Well, you know what? Again, you know, there's certain people that when you they they up the game. You know what I mean? So Voss and Bonnie being in that place that they were, they're going to up everybody's game. It's like playing b-ball with like really good people. You know what I mean? You're not going to go out there and have a sloppy game. You're going to take it. So it's like such a pleasure. To uh, go into a place where you know, hey, if I'm you know if I'm not moving, I'm gonna get run over here. It's so much fun. It's the most fun that you can have in this business. Last night was just it was great. Riotcast is um, putting this up now. Chris, explain to people because everybody will be able to hear this show, and you know eventually I'd like to grab some clips for us to use still, but tell them how they can hear this. Alright, it's you have to go to riotcast.com and actually when you go after going to riotcast.com, it's my wife hates me that the link to it is right there. It's not up yet. And uh, this is open to everybody that wants to, right? Anyone if you have an internet connection, go to riotcast.com and you can download this show once it's up. It's not well, up yet. Really, really cool. But just riotcast.com. And right at the top of the main page, my wife hates me, the podcast. Um it was so much fun, man. It was so cool. All right, so we'll make sure we plug that and uh, get some uh, uh, clips up. Uh, on that. We bring up two things that the listeners are harassing us about constantly, and this needs to be fucking dealt with. The on-demand is driving our listeners crazy, and the lack of a replay show is driving our listeners crazy down to the point where there's stop being nice about it. The on-demand people are getting to be furious. Now, I can't fix on-demand. Chris, you can't fix on-demand. No. Even Shelby with his tiny little backpack, which I don't know what you keep in there. I'm going to guess a juice box. Doll heads. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's a juice box size backpack. It's not even a man's backpack. <laughs> I... You know, eye drops, maybe some lip balm. The only backpack a man should have should have camping gear <laughs> in it. <laughs> you, it looks like a boy's backpack that you do. Fez can't even do this. But somebody, a member of our team, has to let the management know again and again and again, every day if we must, that the on-demand problem must be taken care of. And that the people who were used to a replay before feel like they've lost their show and now they go to On Demand and they can't listen to it. Now we told everybody, oh, when we move over here to Raw Dog, it's going to be better for everyone. Quit bitching about it. Still going to be friends with ONA and doing stuff. And, you know, we're getting people like, you know, Voss to stop by and where we wouldn't have done that if he did ONA on, you know, when we were on that channel. You know, we would say, well, he's already been with that audience, but now there could even be more people. So Voss, you know, stop by and be even heard by different people. But you can't, you can't put up with this on demand thing. 
My emails are packed with people bitching about it. They have every right to bitch about it. We have to get it fucking fixed before they come after us with torches. Who wants to be the lead guy on this? I will do it. I will be the flag bearer for the on-demand customers uh, using the app. All right, I can't see the woman who yelled out there. Where is she? I, it's me, Fez. I'm right here. Um, there's too many complaints about it, Fez. Uh, Gary, you're on the run of Fez show. Oh, yeah, Ron. The third point would be the, the sound of your microphone over the radio. It just sounds so overmodulated compared to everyone else's. It drives me crazy, but I can listen to you when I'm on hold, and you sound perfectly clear. Fez, this is another thing. Unbearable. We should not have microphone problems this far into it, and I have to blame the show for that. Uh, and the listeners, just feel free to call in any complaint that you ever had about and, anything. And I can only say, more, let's fix it. Let's fucking fix it. It can be fixed. We Ron, have people not- here. Another thing, too, is anybody who does, like, I think this weekend there was a comedian on there doing, you know, one of his things or something. His microphone is also sound the same thing, so it's not just your show. It's anybody who broadcasts using, I guess, your microphone. So, if that's the case, Fez, then I have to change seats if we can't fix this fucking microphone. No matter what it is, it has to be changed. So, Fez, here's your list of demands that you have to go back with. And who, are you, who are you going to go to with this? I'm going to Don Wiki Wicklin. He's a problem solver. So I can only imagine that we're not doing a good enough job of letting him know this. There's still problems, and I don't even know if they happen on all the radios. Microphone problems. There's problems with the on-demand um, there are problems that people want their fucking replay. Um, here's John. John, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey there, Ronnie B. Um, you know, your, your Rich and Bonnie uh, thing uh, yesterday, is it going to be put into the RBI collection? No, because that's not my show. That's their show. So, and uh, Chris, I was actually thinking about this. This was like the first time in like over 20 years, probably, that I went to a show that I wasn't in control of. And it was not, the, it was the weirdest feeling. There was no one for me to say, did you take care of that? Wow. Uh, Mr. Robert Kelly ran it perfectly. The man's a pro. He is a yeah. pro. I was calling him the anti-hicks all oh, night. Oh, Jesus. Hey, uh, Rob B, is it a good idea for Fez to go to Wiki about anything? Isn't Wiki the one that banned him from the fishbowl? Um, no. Wiki passed along that information to me. But you know what? There's something. I mean, obviously, Fez gets a little caught up in the stalking thing, but there is stuff uh, that he trusts Fez with. Uh, here's Bill in Boston. Bill, you're on the run of Fez show. Ron, everyone's sounding great. I'm loving the show. My only, I don't know, complaint slash concern, are you regretting hiring Shelby yet? Well, I've always regretted anything to do with Shelby. That's good to hear. Thank you. I mean, even hearing that he acted like a weirdo and didn't know how to sign his name or stand next to someone in a picture. <laughs> it's got to be Asperger's or something, right? Do you feel like you um, you just have no self-worth? <laughs> I've never had any. 
Did you hear how the room popped when they brought up the show that you're part of last night? Yeah. It was, I, I was, the whole, not even like, oh, this small section, the whole place just went crazy when Ron and Fez was brought up. Do you understand that you're part of this show? Yeah. You're not just some guy with a tiny fucking hat and a tiny backpack. <laughs> you're part of the show now. You have to start acting like an adult man. You can't look at people when they come up and talk to you in public and go like this back at them. <laughs> the, the hiss the cockroach thing. All right, it's fun to do as a cartoon. Somebody actually sent that in to, uh, on Twitter. Um, here is um, here's David in Tennessee. You're on the Run Fed Show. Hey, Ronnie. Yeah, for the guy, for the people who can't find Ridecast or whatever, it may show up on Sirius O and A play the My Wife Hates Me podcast every now and then on Saturday. So there's a, there's a pretty good chance it will show up on the platform. Yeah, but rather than just waiting for it, just uh, Hicks has told us how simple it is and it's free to go to Ridecast dot com. I'll be to it immediately. Immediately, I'll be at it this afternoon. Yeah, but uh, a lot of people will not. You know, you know that. Yeah, that's up to them. I can't, you know what I mean? I can't force them. They're the dicks. Uh, Oscar, you're on the Run and Fez show. Hey, Ron, since you're taking complaints to what people sound, um, can somebody quit from pinching Shelby's nose every time he speaks? <laughs> Shelby can't help it. <laughs> he hasn't fully formed yet. <laughs> Put on a heating lamp. Shelby, you know who would make a good running around uh, buddy for you is Shuley. Did you get to meet him last night? I did not get a chance to. Don't think I did. Because he runs around and does all the stand-up stuff. You need like a little stand-up buddy. Because you're shy about putting yourself out there. Yeah, I'd say so. Why? You know you suck? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um... Can someone come up there and suck? I don't understand how you can say, I'm too shy to pe uh, uh, talk to people. I won't raise my voice. Oh, by the way, now put me in the center of the room under a spotlight and everyone listen to me talk for five minutes. They seem to be opposites. Why well, isn't that? I was never taken a picture before. I just took just never, a picture. Never, never, never. Never. Not even once a year in school? I avoid them as much as possible, so somebody coming up to me and asking me to do one was just kind of weird. Why couldn't you have been like fucking Hicks and say, fuck this show, I'm not going to support it, I'm not even going to support Riotcast, I'm going to stay away from it. I, I got to say, Chris, yeah. that was like a spear in my heart. I'm not looking to spear your heart, I was here at Sirius. Doing what? I, I don't know. It's, I feel like I'm working, but I'm just spinning my wheels. I feel like I'm turning into Earl. I gotta fucking break out of this. Why are you turning into Earl? Because he would be here, here, here until like midnight or whatever. I'm not that I'm watching television, but he, I just, I feel, that's how I feel like I'm turning into Earl. What are you doing? I don't know anymore. I have, I have to fucking get organized. I, here's a, here's what you need to do. Yeah. Take a journal. Yeah. And just every half hour, just write down what you did in that half hour. And that way you can look back the next day and go, how did I spend my time? It's not a bad idea. I'm going to do yeah. it today. Yeah. Here's mine from yesterday. Okay. Laid on the couch <laughs> from 3 o'clock to 6.45.
650, screamed, fuck, I'm supposed to go do that thing <laughs> with Voss and Barney. Six, uh, right, here's 659, ran outside and jumped into a cab in front of an older lady. Good. <laughs> she didn't need it. Um, seven, uh, stopped at the Gap with Obama and bought different clothing. All right. Do you see this? You saw this Obama thing? No, I made it up out of the top of my fucking head, Chris, he, without even knowing. Why is he buying fucking clothes for his daughters? They're not going to like it. Um, well, he's buying clothes for his daughter as a publicity stunt to promote um, the fact that the Democrats want to bring up minimum wage. It's not real. It would have made more sense if he was buying like a hoodie for himself or whatever jeans. I don't know. But Why bu- would you buy a hoodie? So the like the Trayvon Martin thing? No, no, I'm not trying He's to die Trayvon. I'm not racist. He, for, I guarantee you, those clothes probably either got left at the store, <laughs> chucked in a fucking trash can on the way to the airport. It's not real. I get that it's not real. But this is what gets to me. I mean, I was actually talking to Voss last night. And uh, he says, did you see that thing with Obama and, you know, doing between the ferns with Zach Galifianakis? I'm like, yeah, that's the weirdest thing I ever saw. I just... I couldn't believe it, you know. We were, then we started talking about how good it was for Galifianakis, how crazy that this little, you know, funny or die thing ended up getting Obama on it and playing into the bit. And then Voss said to me, I never liked Obama, and now I do. And I'm what? like, what, are, are we nuts? To, how could you, why would you like him more? It's really weird. I get embarrassed when I see him doing that or going to the Gap and acting like he's buying something for his kids. Also, because of that funny or die thing, like the web, the, what he was shilling, the, the healthcare website, it blew up. Yeah, of course it did. It took him going on, on the first show. Yes, that's what's that. fucking wrong with everyone. This is fucked up. Just like if, <laughs> like, Journey got big because Don't Stop Believing kept, kept being fucking done on American Idol and Glee. And all of a sudden, people like Journey again with a fucking Asian guy singing instead of Steve Perry. We're insane in this country. I'm going to take it even further. We're insane in the membrane. What are the things that you're going back to Wiki with? And telling them that the listeners are really mad. I am going to Wiki with the on-demand problems continue. People on the app can't access any of the shows. I'm going there with the overmodulated microphone problems that I've been told have been rectified and yet they still haven't. And the demand for a replay. We hear about it every single day. So now down the hallway, they will hear about it every single day. Wow, this is an all new Fez Watley. Holy shit. All right, could I ask, since this is complaint day, could I ask for a thing for myself? Sure. Because it's tri- driving me crazy. I'm going to put it on the list. I'm going to do my impression of Fez, but I want you to ask me a question, and I'm going to do my Fez thing. Okay. Um, how are you feeling today? The way that I am feeling is you do this little thing where you just take the sentence and start with the sentence before you go into it, and there's no reason that it should bug me like it does, but it's driving me fucking crazy. So bad that I almost want to take an ice pick to you. It should bug you because I was bugged by someone doing it yesterday where it was driving me nuts with the NBC girls in the elevator. Really? Where they all they all sound like the uh, 1980s Valley girls. I don't know how they have that accent in New York City. 
there's actually a name for that now that girls do. I'm, I'm going to look it up for you, but there is a thing where girls will do that. You know, they just carry this thing out. And uh, I'll look it up, and I'll, I'll bring it into the show for you tomorrow. The, um, the, the TV show, the movie about the voiceovers actually has a big part of it, but it actually has a name now. And girls pick it up from all over. But that's not what I'm saying that you do. I'm saying that you take the question and say the whole question out before you answer it. But I don't want to bust your balls because you couldn't have been kinder last night. My, uh, I had a cut that opened up from my blue apron. I just hit it on the thing. And Fez ran all over looking for a, uh, a Band-Aid for me. Nice. I went in the kitchen. I'm not supposed to be in there. Nice. He was the best last night. I know he doesn't see himself as a sidekick, but it definitely was sidekick work, and it was fabulous. Get you a Neosporin, maybe? All right, enough. You know, you you got too fucking curious. You're walking around here watching the Yankees game, fucking calling girls and bothering them, calling girls 25 times. I used to get this thing, Earl used to be my producer, and different girls, I'm not even going to bring up their names, but girls that we would meet. He would call. They said the phone would ring, and they would, you know, sidebar him, and then it would ring again. And Earl would call twenty-five times in a row, and I'd have to say, "Earl, I'm, I don't ever want to get calls about you bothering listeners, but <laughs> like these days, he would be on Liz Sets Fire. She would get eighteen calls a day from him. He's such if a he creep. was hanging around, and I would see him at night sometimes, and he would use the, our phone number here. He would, he'd be calling from our <laughs> phone screen or software. Uh, Dan, you're on the Run of Fest show. Hey, uh, Ron, on the on the uh, Raw Dog, they don't have the pause button, and you, there's a little bar that you can go back to the beginning of the show uh, later on in the day. Uh, Opie and Anthony, if you go on their channel. You can do that. You can go to any part of the show you want or miss. Right. Now, here's the problem with that. It's because this channel isn't set up like a talk channel the way ONA's is. But here's the other problem that you got to explain to the bosses. The listeners had that with us before, right? Right, yeah. So yeah. now they can't have it. Now, I'm just doing this off the top of my head. If they would just move our replay over to the ONA thing where they had it before. You know what I mean? Right. Put oh, us in the same place as they were before. You guys got beat up about the shit that the, your production being shitty and all yesterday, and they want to take away the Gurian thing from you and do it properly. Go to the Raw Dog page and see how little they put fucking Ron and Fez over. It's a fucking embarrassment. And we had to go out of our way to do all this stuff. You guys sit in here in these meetings on your fucking heels... You're supposed to be the producers of the show, and quite frankly, you have no passion for it. I'm telling you, I know that you don't like to go out and support me when I had to do stuff last night, but if you could have just shattered Mr. Robert fucking Kelly the way he was forcing his will on the staff... And even on the audience saying, no, you want to get this poster, come in, the guys want to sign a poster... I, you know, I just wanted to go home after I did this, and I find myself just signing poster after poster, and I'm like, this is crazy, this is crazy, and I'm like, this is pretty cool. We should have cool posters like this. These are collectibles. People love them. But in all these years, that's what people would like to win in the giveaways. We've talked about it constantly. 
You guys didn't bring up T-shirts. No. They would love to win those as, as, in the giveaways. Swag. We need swag. You're using a word like swag as if it's just... The fact is, you you would be able to look at it and say, here's the perfect thing that people would like. Um, but I don't want to tell you how to run your life, Chris. But broke my heart not to see you down there. And even the guys from Riotcast were saying, you know, all the other shows were showing up. Where's yeah. Chris? And they're saying he just doesn't want to belong. Well, and, you know, of course they do. They said you didn't. Um, <sighs> Joe in Utah, you're on the Run and Fez show. Hey, Ron, uh, that thing you were talking about with the girls, it's called the Vocal Fry. That's it. Uh, it's when they end their sentences like that. Look yeah, it up when yeah. you Yeah. Uh, and I don't know. My boss just got back from Sochi. Yeah. And here's and the thing. No, here's the weird thing, Fez. Like, you brought it up that, you, you know, you're calling it Valley Girl Speak because you're old and you go back to the 1980s. But the fact is, unlike Valley Girl, which was an actual accent from a place, this exists all over the country. Maybe because of the internet. A lot of people think it's because the Kardashian show is so big and my mom wants us to go out and buy a new house, but I can't get a hold of Chloe. My husband keeps smoking crack. He got uh, traded again. You know what? That's a disease, Chris. It's part of the show, though. I know, but it's it a disease. 15-yard penalty. That's not a racial thing. That was an anti-drug thing. I think Britney Spears might have even started that. Like, if you hear at the beginning of, like, some of her really early songs, she does that just weird, random croaking shit. But here's the weird thing about her. She's from Louisiana. She shouldn't talk like that at all. She should be talking about crayfish and all that <laughs> kind of shit, you know? It's this weird girl culture. Vocal Fry is the name of it. Lance in Connecticut, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, Ronnie T. Um... Hey, what's happening, buddy? Hey, man. Hey, um, I've been listening to you guys for a long time, and, uh, and I, you know, I listen every day, and the shift over to, to Raw Dog, I never, I don't really understand why you guys moved over there. And it's, I feel like you're lost in that channel. So I don't know, you know, I know you guys are talking about listener issues, and I just feel like you guys are so good. You're lost in Channel 99 now. See, this is the thing. This is the exact opposite of what Tim wanted the audience to feel. He did, he wanted to feel like we were bringing life to this channel. I'm talking about doing stuff. You know, I mean, obviously Gil just got here, but yeah. you know, honeymoon time has got to be over. You got to start, mm -hmm. you know, working. And I felt like, was he even into us yesterday in that meeting? Did he get the things that we we're saying? Because I'm I'm willing to help with the channel. But I don't know, Fez. And not to attack you, because you were great as my wingman last night. But you were very quiet in that meeting. And you are just like, you know, like you were like playing little stuff for like Michelle and stuff. But I don't feel like you were representing that show in that meeting. I might want to take you off the wiki thing and give that to... No, don't give it to anyone. I'm looking at Shelby and I'm looking at Chris. I'm going to yeah. give it to this chair over here. <laughs> the chair doesn't... All right, listen, chair. I want you to be in charge of this because it's very important. It doesn't even talk. It doesn't even have hands. But if I was Tim and I heard one person say, it sounds like you guys are being lost in that channel, I would feel, I would feel like that's not the purpose I moved the guys. 
Um, here's uh, Lou. Lou, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, Ronnie B. Million yeah. bucks. Uh, I just wanted to thank you and Fez, both of you. It was, first off, the show was legendary. And just how kind you guys were to the fans, I don't think you realize how appreciative we are of you. Just You signed the posters. And yeah, I even, you know, I, I, I was busting your chops about, uh, putting Reggie Miller on the, on the Mount Rushmore NBA. You were very wrong about that. He doesn't yeah. belong there. He's got no fucking rings. I get it. You know, you got nothing else to cheer for there. Yeah, but not a Mount Rushmore. Great player. Great shit talker. Yeah. Yeah. But thank you so much, both you and Fez. But uh, I want you to get this through your head. The guy could shoot the lights out, but you're going to compare him to being one of the top four players of all time? Well, I think he, he, he's the number one clutch player of all time. So you I uh, there is a, I, if you had to say the number one clutch player, him or Larry Bird, there's no discussion. <laughs> if he, uh, I, I, there I would, would be four Miller. Celtics on that Mount Rushmore before we got around to your guy. Well, I called up just to thank you guys. You guys were the coolest. Uh, I, we I, are, I, but your brother was agreeing with me last night. Your brother's like, yeah, I know. I got it. Yeah, I know. He puts up my shit. So. <laughs> okay. Thank you. Thank I'd put, thank uh, you I'd put Reggie Miller's sister up there before <laughs> Reggie Miller. <laughs> See you later, bro. Thank you, brother. Peace. Um, here's uh, Mike. Mike, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, guys. Thanks for the call. Uh, with all due respect to Lance in Connecticut, I really like the new format. I was never really big on eight bands, but I like what you're doing on the new station. Uh, I listen a couple times when you have, like, comedians come in, you know, and you talk to them and get in their heads. And I just think it's, at first I was concerned about the move. <laughs> yeah. Well, but, well, I mean, first of all, let me say, when you say we're not big on eight fans, I can't let that go by. Because that's just, uh, that's just such a great show. It really is. But, yeah, there's things on this move that we've really liked. But these other concerns are valid concerns from the listeners, and they shouldn't get less than they had before. And I don't understand where, okay, if the replay thing, why can't it be put on the ONA's channel thing, and then we just direct people over there? I, I, I mean, I think that sounds like a, a move that can be done without work, because we were already on that before. So it wasn't getting in the way of the ONA stuff, and it would be able to get the people who want to go back and forth. I don't know. I don't go on the men. But it seems like we've been here too long for people to have these these kind of um, um, stuff. Now, on the app, someone wrote to me, we still show up as on the ONA channel. And not on Raw Dog. Jesus. Now, for all the bitching that we do about this and that, this, this is number one type shit. Number one type shit. For fucking three weeks, we're going over a new uh, logo. Oh, what about this logo? Who did that? Would this logo work? This shit is so much more important than the logo. Um, Joe, you're on the Run of Fest show. Hello. Yeah, how you doing? Hi. Who's this? Here's uh, here's Matt. Matt, you're on the Run of Fez show. Yeah, hey, I just want to be sure, has Fez recovered or is he still mad at Opie because of Opie stealing his lunchtime story again when he was a kid? You're going way back to bust my balls on that. No, just this morning. Fez yeah, got caught stealing. He stole um, Opie's childhood story 
And then he also got caught stealing, I believe, Anthony's story about Earl walking around with uh, the picture in his hand. But a lot of times you forget where you hear things, right? No, the lunch ba- the lunch bag thing actually happened to me. By me, you mean Opie. Now, it's always the thing of who gets it to the air first. You're not going to be able to get around that. It happened. And you probably didn't realize it was you until you heard Opie tell it. Opie was standing in the back of the room swearing a guy like a gunslinger. Um, Patrick, you're on the Run of Fez show. Yeah, uh, Ron, your mic sounds fine, but sometimes uh, Fez's mic, it just cuts out, and you don't like hear him for like hours, and then it'll cut back in for a few seconds and then cut out again. I'm going to write that down. Wait a minute. Uh, apparently, somebody on MSNBC had a Fez Watley lockup on air. Mr. Chris Matthews. This is over on the iBank today. And this is Chris Matthews, for all intents and purposes, stealing Fez Watley's act. One that Fez has more or less copyrighted. No one sits around and does dead air the way Fez does. And the dead air problem, Fez, was figured out in the meeting with the bosses. It's Chris's fault for not having more production. Now, I saw that this was on the iBang, and I have not had the nerve to look at it. When I saw the headline, Chris Matthews locks up. Thank you for that reporting and that attempt to get something out of the major figure in this case, besides the governor, and that's Bridget Kelly. And thank you, Chris Christie. Up next, I mean, Chris, thank you, Chris Solution. Six to one, half dozen the other. (laughs) Let's go back (laughs) and do that again. Just a minute. Let me do that over again. Please, please. (laughs) Thank you, Michael Isikoff. Thank you, Michael Isikoff, and thank you, Chris. Thank you. Yeah. Ready. Two. Wow. That's really unnerving. I look at that every day. Every single day. Uh, Jason, you're on the Run of Fez show. Yeah. Yeah, talk up, buddy. Hey, hey, I just got... You're going to have to call back. Your phone's not working. Give us a call back. Uh, Gene Carlo, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, Ronnie Fez. Uh, awesome show last night, by the way. Oh, and, thank you. Uh, and another thing, too, Fez. Fez looked fantastic last night. He really did look great. Looked I was great. in my gay shirt. You were in your element last night, too. <laughs> he was showing everyone his gay shirt, had his missing button. He was fantastic. Yeah, he was great. I don't, I don't, I can't see why he has problems finding a a man. Well, uh, even, my, even my wife said the same thing. My wife's like, "What's wrong with him?" Um, <laughs> you know, the thing with Fez not being with a man is purely, and he will disagree with this, but it's purely choice. It's choice. He's not ready yet. His little body is not ready. There's no way you can pick up a dude, Fez. I have talked to people and then just melted, just freaked. 
Maybe a gun. Point. Yes, and that's a choice, though. I mean, that's it, it isn't because of your looks or anything or your station in life. You have, for whatever reason, decided doing this feels unpleasant. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's why. That's the only reason why. Just like some people, they say, I can't swim, but they're really afraid of the water, right? Right. You say, no one will date me, but the fact is, the thought of dating someone freaks you the fuck out. Boy, look how far away that plane is away from where it was supposed to be. What the hell happened? I don't know. Something nutty happened. Uh, these conspiracies are making a lot more sense now. Um... Here's uh, Chad. Chad, you're on the Run of Fest show. Hey, Ronnie. Uh, yeah. Two million bucks today, buddy. Thanks. Hey, uh, just a question. Um, when you guys are talking to the bosses and in these meetings and stuff about all the complaints from the listeners, what are they? What's their reaction to it? Have they tried? To yeah, they say they're on it, right? They say they on. They're on it. Uh, they try to sometimes make me feel even crazier by saying, "Fez, that's been fixed." That's not a problem anymore. When complaints are still coming in at that moment. Your two big problems are this, though. It's the on-demand and the replay. Yeah. And until you get that, we're going to get bitches every single day. Um, Kevin, in Canada, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, how you doing today, guys? Good. Good. Yeah, I just think you're, the people who work for you need to take, take a bit more pride in the job they have. You know, like uh, your young guy there. You know, he needs to stand up, be proud of the show that he's on. You know, like he's representing you. He's representing your name, who you are, and he needs to stand up for himself. I think, you know? if I'm going to say that about Shelby, when he saw his executive producer didn't even want to be there last night. Yeah, um, like, you know. And this like, move has I been a bad one for Chris. You, it hasn't been an easy move for you. Steep learning curve on my end. Why is that? I don't know. You've been in radio forever, and you use the word like "I don't, I don't know," rather than "Here's what." I mean, you're not even analyzing where your problems are. You're saying, "I don't know what I do all week." <sighs> yeah, it's it's it's. I need to do more self reflection. Is that would that be the word? I have no idea what you're even talking about. I don't. I'm shocked. As long as I've known you, I've said Chris is self sufficient. Chris, because of the way he was raised, raised, he takes care of himself. And when you're now comparing yourself to Earl, don't realize why. I got a thing from Dr. Steve last night who said, I've sent out five fucking messages to Chris. I guess you guys don't want this lunch. I'm not even getting a response. I don't. How do you not write back to Dr. Steve? I don't, it's unacceptable. I don't know why I didn't. I got the I got the email. I didn't. I thought maybe I thought I responded to him, but I didn't. But five Obviously. times. Yeah, it's terrible. It's unacceptable. Now I'm thinking if that's happening with Doctor Steve, who knows me, who can reach over and talk to me, how many booking people is that happening? How many other people? I mean, it must be just happening constantly with you. <sighs> I don't think it is. It did happen with Doctor Steve. Yeah, it's like when you're saying, I don't think. Like, you're not even sure. Like, you wouldn't even put the bet down. No, this doesn't happen with me. I got it. Something's, I don't know what it is. Is Did you hate making the move? No, I didn't hate making the move. I'm happy here at Raw Dog. The last promo you did was from February 18th. Promos is the main thing. It's number one. 
So what happened the last 21 days since the number What happened to the number one thing in 21 days? It was not the number one thing in those days. Why didn't you come down last night? Meet some of the listeners. Be a part of it. I thought I wanted to stay here and try to get up on anything I've been missing out on work-wise. And it did, it's just... What was it? What are you missing out on? Getting stuff on a 360 for Fez. Uh, bookings. Uh, stay off the bookings, dude. <laughs> we got other people booking. Yeah. I had to change my priorities. Yeah. I gave you what your number one priority has got to be. Uh, Anna in Annapolis, you're on the Ryan Fed show. Hi, buddy. Yeah. Um, so first of all, I wasn't calling about this, but I do need to stick up for Chris because I was lucky enough to come in two years ago in May, and Chris responded to my email, and he was really awesome. So he's Wait, nice to the girl. Well, no, let's say this. Two years of May... Two years ago in May, Chris was on top of his game. There's no yeah. doubt about that. Chris, with all the years that we've worked together, how many fucking beefs did you and I ever have? Two? Maybe. But yeah. you changing over here has been like you've been turned upside down in a washing machine. And it's because, you know, the job changed a little bit. And, you know, it's been rough on you. Yeah. You're sitting there DA in this thing now and just doing the nodding and yeah, I'm not even in a conversation. I didn't think it would be such a drastic change, and it shouldn't have been, to be honest. It should be. It you my job changed. I had new bosses, new platform. You got to change with them. And I didn't think the I I don't know what I didn't I wasn't putting as, maybe I wasn't putting as much thought into it as I should have been. I, I which maybe seems like that's obvious now because once coming over, I I just haven't been the same person. I told you back in December. That it's all only going to be thinking, and you're like, yeah, 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 I got it, got it, got it, yeah, 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 I got it. And now I see fucking Shelby who doesn't fucking understand things. Because no, 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 I got it. And then fucking Howard's like, you try to get Howard out of the room. I want fucking people in the room. I want it to be ideas. I want to hear uh, Howard's ideas. I want to hear fucking Vito's ideas. I want everybody throwing up ideas. I don't want everybody to run like, oh, all you got to do is put your time in. It's the exact opposite. You cannot create another Pips. No, that's for sure. Or maybe you've become another Pips. But Pips used to tell Shelby, don't go in the room. Don't, don't, don't. Unless you're called, don't go in the room. I don't know where that rule ever came from. It never came from me. Um, here's uh, Lorenzo. You're on the Run Fest show. Uh, yeah, Ronnie, I gotta defend Pepper here, too. I mean, the guy is basically second mic. He is second mic on the show, and he's gotta produce, so, I mean, he can't do th two things at once. I mean, he's either gotta talk on the show or produce, but he, he, here's, the, here's the problem that he has. They don't, they're not giving him any credit for being second mic. He could actually say to me, I cannot sit here and talk to you. I have to produce the show. There hasn't been any segmentizing to this fucking bit. Think of how many different musical pieces, blah, 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 could have been in. You're talking about the 360? Hasn't been touched once, except for my mistake. We're doing a drug joke as the racial joke. You know, we can't fucking come up every time we hear a fucking black person's name mentioned. So, no, that does. If I was Chris, I would say, look, I'm not asked to be second mic. Ron, you can't be just sitting here having conversations with me. You got to talk to Fez. Because that's not getting him over. No one ever comes to me and says, Chris, 
is doing a bang up job as second Mike. We're so glad that he's there. He is. I, we all love Pepper. Pepper, we love you. You're the best. It's not going to help you. Um, here's uh, Mark. Mark, you're on the Run Fez show. Hey, what's going on, Ronnie? Hey, Fez. Hey, Chris. Hey, Shelby. Listen, this goes along with what I said yesterday. That six-second clip yesterday was awful, and it translates to what's going on with your show. What? Ronnie, Fez, I love you guys. I've been a fan of yours for many years. I followed you guys when you left New York, went down to D.C. and came back. All right? But sometimes I sit here, I listen to Pepper, and I scratch my head on where the hell is this guy coming from, and... There are times I feel he's taken away from the show, but at the same time, I feel that he does a bang-up job, and he's really putting into the show. So maybe having him as the producer and second mic is too much for him. However, you know, maybe having more in-job detail of time management. Time management is going to come down to... Was he positive or negative on me? Both. Okay. Both. Chris, everybody loves you, but, you know... He's right. That thing yesterday was so bad. Oh, it was great. This fine. It only can be... You were in the meeting yesterday and you showed it off. Did you think it went over as great? People were laughing. People were liking it. The top... big guy? Did the big guy like it? Maybe less so than others. All right, if you want to believe something, you can believe it. I'm trying to get you over. Yeah. You know what I mean? You sound like your fucking buddy today when you're not paying attention to what's in the room. If you're not going to fucking, uh, if you feel like you don't want to read people, then you shouldn't play fucking poker, dude. I would pay attention. And the backup one for this was not as good as that, and that's why it's not running today. We, uh, you producer of the show, we haven't plugged fucking March Madness today. And again, Fez isn't going to fucking help you with this. If you're not up his fucking ass, he ain't going to do it. Robert Kelly was forcing those guys to do stuff last night. Foss and Bonnie were all over the place, trying to end the show at weird times, <laughs> fucking over their live reads. Robert Kelly's like, nope, gonna do this. Producing, production's gotta go. You know, and TV, the fucking people on air have to listen to the producers. For some reason, we do it just the opposite in fucking radio. And I, and I blame the bosses for this. The on-air guys basically train the producers. And that's why producers on radio ended up getting the guy's fucking laundry back for him and making his plane reservations and doing everything other than make great fucking radio. Um, here's uh, Luke. Luke, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, Chris. Um, are you maybe depressed a little bit about getting older? Like, Sort of like an early midlife crisis. No, not, not at all. Yeah, it seems like you might be having an early midlife crisis. I no, I'm not having a midlife crisis. There's no crisis here. You know what? I'm going to send you away to one of those rodeo camps. <laughs> I hope you get your smile back, Chris. Because you know what it is? It's only one thing. What's that? That's up for you to decide. You got to find that one thing. For me, it's fucking moving cattle from one fucking place to the other. Look what it is. It's Hard Rock Johnny. Um, I would like to volunteer my services to come and sit in those meetings as an outside consultant. I would love it, Johnny. You know, you're a big fucking wig. Uh, the station has a partnership with you. 
I would love to have you come in and meet Tim, because I, I know Tim. I, I know Tim. I know I know I know all the players in that game. I don't know the I don't know the girl as much, but I know Wiki and I, I know for a long time, and I know Tim for a number of years. So I'd be more than happy to come in and maybe just give them a fan's eye view, a long time fan of what they they what needs. I to want you to write this down, Fez. All right, but here's what makes me nervous, Fez. You're on top of this now, right? Yes. And yet you haven't plugged on masks today. You haven't pushed the March Madness thing today. You know what I mean? I feel like you get in those meetings and you're going to forget these things where Johnny, on the other hand, would like to come in as not only as a fan, but he's a partner with this place and get involved with it. Uh, if Johnny wants to come to a meeting, that's great, but I'm going to be doing this every day now as the complaints come in. I'd like to see you plug the Unmasked. I'd love to see you plug the March Madness. I'd like to see you help fucking Chris with the promos. Um, all right, Johnny. That's going to be done. Always a pleasure. All right, peace. Later. Um, here's uh, John in Brooklyn. You're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, buddies. Half a million bucks today. Um, what I gotta ask is this, you know, Pepper is probably a little bit overwhelmed, but what it comes, my question is this, why isn't the man whose name is second on the title not at second mic? That's what it comes down to, and if you can confront Fez with that, then maybe we'll get to something. Here, here's the tough thing about that. Fez is over with the bosses. Chris is not. I'm just fucking going from a street thing. And by the way, I don't think that I should be involved in the organizing of this at all anymore because I think I drive you guys crazy. I think I should just come in and go out and get my fucking script like most people in radio. You don't drive us crazy. That's it's that's 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 definitely not what's going on. It's my inability to Adapt to this new channel is what's been what's been going wrong. Well, uh, but I have no idea what that is. I, I don't know what's changed so much. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't. I don't Other know than why. your ass to be more creative. But your biggest inability is I asked you three guys were going to work as a creative team, and they're not on your team. It still comes back when I talk to you about you're like I I I. You don't say we at all. You don't bounce ideas off them. Learning how to work as a team is another one of my faults, which is not going to get me over, obviously. Fez is a very creative guy, you know? But he's wandering around doing God knows what, making lists of shit and stacking up fucking papers over there. Uh, we haven't given out the caption contest winner yesterday, winning the Curly Neal signed basketball. By the way, I will say that Curly Neal from the Globetrotters. Now, this is one of those people that came in that was very exciting to me because the Globetrotters were my first introduction to basketball. <laughs> and I remember being a little kid, being in an argument, saying to someone, the Globetrotters could beat the 76ers easy. They could beat the Celtics. They could beat the Lakers. And being told, no, that's fake. It's like wrestling. And going, I know it's fake, but they could still beat them. They could dribble the ball through their legs and score. So Curly Neal comes in, and he's smiling just like Curly Neal. And he's wearing so much cologne. 
<laughs> I mean, more cologne than I've ever smelled in my life. Like, if all the cologne I've ever smelled in my life was put on one man, that's how Curly Neal smelled. Smell. Now, like doing this, from an imaging point of view, what song would you be playing right now? The Harlem Globetrotters theme. Sweet Georgia Brown, right? Yeah. So we're thinking in that direction. All right, so this wins the signed Curly Neal basketball. Actually, the basketball that hit Shelby in the face. And it came up uh, to a listener named Uh-huh, named after you, Chris. Oh. She is pretty. I want to put antlers on her. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Um, John, you're on the Run Face Show. Hey, I just want to say that everybody loves Chris, kind of like you love your retarded cousin. I'm not That's retarded. Nice. I'm not. I am not retarded. No, he loves you that way. Oh, okay, Justin, you're on the Run and Fez show. Uh, this might be a reach, but maybe Chris is auditioning for second Mike come April. Fez is no longer around. If he was auditioning that way, uh, he'd be over with the bosses right now. Let me just tell you that because Fez plays the political game well, uh, he was somebody who plays. As we moved over, Sam got moved up to executive producer to the ONA show. Look at the way Sam plays the political game. He's in and out of that office constantly. They know Sam. They know what he's up to. They know what he's doing. Pepper, you just go off on your own because you don't want to work with people. You know what I mean? But because of that, people don't even see all the good work that you do. Is yep. it hard for you to talk to people? I don't think it's hard. I'm just but maybe become a bit of a loner. But I, I don't find it hard to talk to people, though. It's a political game. You can't do that if you're a loner. Why are you a loner? Because <laughs> let me tell you about another loner. Yeah. Earl Douglas. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah. He was a loner. <laughs> and a loner is basically like saying lone gunman. There's no <laughs> real difference. I'm not going to shoot anyone. I promise. Um... Here's Matt. Matt, you're on the Run Fez show. Hey, for everyone having issues with the on-demand app, uh, I'd really suggest going out and getting the Audible app because one year of Run and Fez is thirty dollars, and it works great for me. So, I thought a lot of the people uh, complain about the Audible as well, and there's problems there. I don't even understand the Audible. Someone tried to bring up Music Doc. Um. You know, in the meantime, this story about the place exploding up in Harlem is all over. Uh, Joe, Joe, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hello. Yeah. Ron? Hey, yeah. I'm a new listener, and I have, uh, I'm hooked on a show. I have two observations, if I could state them. Yeah. One, Shelby sounds just like Truman Capote. Right. Yeah, I wrote uh, half of To Kill a Mockingbird. Man. Don't brag about <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah. You know what? Uh, he didn't write and... shit on To Kill a Mockingbird, dude. <laughs> he really didn't. It's a fact. He That's did. his drunk pill talk. Okay. And, uh, I, you know I, I read I Capote, it's... and oh, nothing sorry. in To Kill a Mockingbird reminds me of Capote at all. All right, go ahead. Blood. 
um, that I think uh, I mean um, with Shelby and uh, Pepper, I think. Pepper's gay. He doesn't want to come out and say anything. I think that's what the Pepper, problem is. Pepper, if you're gay, is. this is fucking accepted. It's if, true. If I were gay, I'd come out. Trust me. It would be a fucking train wreck. Uh, John and Mass, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, guys. I could be wrong here, but uh, I think Hicks probably doesn't talk to the bosses because of his loyalty to Fez. And uh, he's trying to be a stand-up guy and just doesn't want to look like he's backstabbing Fezzy. How would I be backstabbing Fez? You gotta take care of Chris Stanley right now. No, I don't think you're backstabbing Fez. I think you don't go to them because you don't want to look like you're backstabbing Fez. That I might be from great, being raised in a chaotic mic, household as a kid. No one speaks up. No one tells the truth. <laughs> go ahead, John. Fez keeps turning you down. Sorry about that, but I think I think Hicks is great at stepping up when Fez backs down and when Fez pops back up. Hicks is great at, you know, leaning back. He doesn't hog on him. Steps back out of the way when Fez steps back up. And I think that's one of his great qualities. I love you, Hicks. Thanks, John. That was beautiful. Jeff and Fargo. Yeah, I just want to give Fez a little motivation to get on this replay issue. It's all last week, and all I was hearing was replays of Sam's version of Fez's mistakes over in the other channel. Maybe if I heard some of Fez's versions, that uh, it'd be beneficial. Very true. Very true, Fez. That is at the top of the priority list. That and on demand. And you seem like you and Wiki have a good relationship, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, me and Wiki talk all the time. Weekends. Maybe that's because you don't ask for anything. I'd like you, too, if you never wanted anything out of me. <laughs> I mean, I love that Fez. He doesn't even give a shit about the fucking replays. Well, now it's going to be gimme, gimme, gimme. I here's the weird thing. Nothing could be going better with this response that we're getting from the listeners. It's going great. Now we've got to tweak these other things. They were hanging off the fucking ceiling last night. Everybody was going nuts. We've done these Twitter things that have blown up. It's all kinds of great shit's happening. Matter of fact, I'm gonna get into something when we get back. It's about a new kid's book. Keith Richards is doing a new kid, kid's book. It's up on the iBang right now. And maybe we should try to hashtag this. We'll be right back. It's the Ron Fez Show. And now, ladies and gentlemen, Ron and Fez on Raw Dog. Serious XM. Comedy. Hits. Channel 99. Uh, buddy, it's the Ron and Fez show. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Uh, talking about getting a hashtag going for Keith Richards because they've got the Keith Richards Kids book coming out. 
which I haven't heard all the details on. Uh, we're certainly hoping this is about hypey, the hypodermic needle climbing the magic heroin mountain. But I'm a gigantic uh, Keith fan, or Keith, as he's known to some of his loyal listeners, and cannot picture him writing a children's book. No, it, it's due out in the fall, and that's about all we know so far. And But I guess his daughter is doing the illustrations and trying to interpret Keith's words into pictures. All right, let me uh, read some of what Keith has written. Mick. Shelter. Mick. It's tough to picture any parent wanting uh, this book. So we'll get a hashtag contest going for it. But here's the main premise. Would you do this off of other children's books? I'll give you an example. Should this be Goodnight Spoon? Hashtag (laughs) Keith Richards kids book? Or should it be done off of a stone song? I say off of a kid's book. I think it could be off of a stone song, though. The stone, there's more stone songs than there are kid's books. You know, we can all have our cake and eat it, too. Why not have both of these kid's books and Rolling Stone songs? You know what? Maybe because you have a mech mouth, but that is true to it. All right, Fez, give me one off of a kid's book. Falling out of the giving tree. Hashtag Keith Richards kids book. Give me one off a stone song. Wild ponies. Hashtag Keith Richards kids book. Hmm. Shelby, where are you at on this? How about the very jonesing caterpillar? Oh, that, that, that actually left out both, but I like where you're going. It's drugs. So you could do this. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. You could basically have three different premises. You just do a fun drug reference. You do it off of a kid's book. Or you do it off of a stone song. Or album. I was even thinking uh, Exile on Sesame Street, hashtag (laughs) Keith Richards Kids Book. Uh, Chris Stanley, where are you on this? How about, oh, the places you'll buy blow, hashtag Keith Richards Kids Book. (laughs) I like that. If you want to give us a call, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ, or just go to Twitter and uh, we'll put up something that we'll, what prize do we got today? Fez? Let's give out something fantastic. We got anything stonesy? Yes, we do. Let's give out Rewind signed CD signed by Charlie Watts. Whoa! I'm going big on this one, people. Stop, stop. Hashtag Keith Richards Kids Book. All right, there you have it. We're looking for your creativity. Signed Stones by the one of the greatest drummers in rock and roll history and both Keith and Mick said they never would have been the Stones without Charlie Watts. Charlie Watts has been the one thing and maybe the only thing that the Stones agree on. The other thing that I think they should agree on is that no way should Keith Richards be writing a kid's (laughs) book. 
It's hashtag Keith Richards Kids Book, and if you're going to tweet, at Ron and Fez SXM. Um, here's uh, James. James, you're on the Ron and Fez show. Chasing Puffs the Magic Dragon, hashtag Keith Richards Kids Book. Chasing the Magic Dragon. Chaffin Fargo, you're on the Ron and Fez show. I want to paint it black, but not stay within the lines. Hashtag Keith Richards children's book. That's a kids book. Hashtag Keith Richards kids book is the hashtag that you got to follow on that. And I want to paint it black, but not stay within the lines. Eight six six Ronald Trouble. Um, here's Good Night Keith Moon. Hashtag. Um, Keith Richards Kid Book. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Wade in Toronto. You're on the Run of Fez show. Ronnie B. Yeah. How about uh, hash no sympathy for the vein. Keith Rich, hashtag Keith Richards Kid Book. No sympathy for the vein. Hashtag Keith Richards Kids Book. Uh, Joe in Utah. You're on the Run of Fez show. Jack and Jill smoke cigarettes their whole lives. Hashtag Keith Richards Kid Book. All right, let me go over already. This one could be uh, a winner. Are you my dealer? Hashtag <laughs> Keith Richards Kids Book. Monster at the end of the ra- of the eight ball. Hashtag Keith Richards Kids Book. James and the Giant Eight Ball, hashtag Keith Richards Kids Book. Humpty Junkie, hashtag Keith Richards Kids Book. Uh, the Quirky Little Puppy, hashtag <laughs> Keith Richards Kid Book. And Fun with Dick and Mary Jane, hashtags Keith Richards Kids Book. Here's another one I like. Give me nap time, hashtag Keith Richards Kids Book. It's at Ron and Fez SXM. How about this? The Pokey Little Needle. Oh, that's sweet. The Pokey Little Needle. Hashtag Keith Richards Kids Book. Um, Tom, what do you got, buddy? How about Angie has two moms? Hashtag Keith Richards Kids Book. Eddie in Brooklyn, what do you got? Hashtag Cookie Sucker Blues. Uh, David, you're on the Ron and Fez show. Who moved my snack? Hashtag Keith Richards Kids Book. Oh, that's cute. Uh, Chris in Oklahoma City. Uh, Paint it smack. Hashtag Keith Richards Kids Book. Uh, Chris, New Jersey. Copping from the Giving Tree. Hashtag Keith Richards Kids Book. <laughs> Harley in Georgia. You're on the Run of Fez show. Hanging with Mr. Brownstone. Hashtag Keith Richards Kids Book. David in Dallas. You're on the Run of Fez show. How about, I snorted my dad's ashes and so could you. Hashtag Keith Richards Kids Book. Jason in Buffalo. The Velveteen Junkie. Hashtag Keith Richards Kids Book. Here's Joe. Joe, you're on the Ron and Fez show. Everybody poops blood. Hashtag <laughs> Keith Richards Kids Book. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Uh, everybody poops blood. Um, here's some of the ones already up. On Twitter, 
Horton does a toot. Hashtag Keith Richards uh, Kids Book. A crack pipe in the sidewalk. Hashtag Keith Richards Kids Book. One fish, two fish, red fish, stone fish. Hashtag Keith Richards Kids Book. Um, smack I am. Hashtag Keith Richards Kids Book. Uh, goosebumps and track marks. Hashtag Keith Richards Kids Book. Uh, Sesame Street Fighting Man. Hashtag Keith Richards Kids Book. Snow White and the Two Nostrils. Hashtag Keith Richards Kids Book. Let's get some more music up there, Chris. Thanks, buddy. Uh, the Three Little Trips. Hashtag Keith Richards Kids Book. Horton Hears a Whore. Hashtag Keith Richards Kids Book. And Ventilator Blues Clues, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. It's hashtag Keith Richards Kids Book. We're giving away signed Rolling Stones product by the one and only Charlie Rot- Watts, uh, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Um, Willy Wonka and the Charlie Factory, hashtag Keith Richards Kids Book. 19th Nervous Play Date, hashtag <laughs> Keith Richards Kids Book. Speedball, the kids the kids lo- guide to rock stars lives, hashtag Keith Richards Kids Book. Get off of my cloud of smoke, hashtag Keith Richards Kids Book. Some girls have cooties. Hashtag Keith Richards Kids Book. You want to get in on this, Fez? How do you do it? You go, you tweet at Ron and Fez SXM, at Ron and Fez SXM, and make sure you have the hashtag Keith Richards Kids Book. Here's uh, Kevin. Kevin, you're on the Ron and Fez show. What do you got? James and the Giant Groupie. Hashtag Keith Richards Kids Book. Anthony in New Jersey, what do you got? Where's the sidewalk? Uh, fuck, I fucked up. Steve in Georgia, what do you got, buddy? Little Black Tar Sambo. Hashtag Keith Richards Kids Book. That's great. Dave in Ohio. Stoned Head Soup. Keith Richards. <laughs> hashtag Kids Book. Uh, Mike, you're on the Run of Fez show. Everyone smokes. Hashtag Keith Richards Kids Book. <laughs> Tim in Florida. If you give a mouse a quaalude, Hashtag Keith Richards Kids Book. Dave in Ohio, you're on the Run of Fez show. We all need someone to lean on. Hashtag Keith Richards Kids Book. Brad in Florida, what do you got? I got Ramona the Strung Out Crack Whore. Hashtag Keith Richards Kids Book. Jim in Ohio. Uh, the Gack in the Hat. <laughs> <laughs> Jason in Canada. Hello? Yeah, go ahead, Jason. Hey, stand to me, buddy. What do you got? Uh, a meth lab in the attic. Hashtag Keith Richards Kids Book. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Uh, here's some of the ones already up on Twitter. There's a junkie at the end of this book. Hashtag Keith Richards Kids Book. Beauty and the Beast of Burden. Hashtag Keith Richards uh <laughs> Kids book. Little red booster shot. Hashtag Keith Richards Kids book. Uh, Cloudy with a chance of speedballs. Hashtag Keith Richards Kids book. Uh, Make way for groupies. Hashtag Keith Richards Kids book. 
Uh, if you give some mouth some heroin, hashtag Keith Richards Kids Book. Jumping Jack Spratt, hashtag Keith Richards Kids Book. The Brave Little User, hashtag Keith Richards Kids Book. Gack in the Hat, hashtag Keith Richards Kids Book. Can't you hear me copying? Hashtag Keith Richards Kids Book. Uh, uh, Brown Booger Sugar, hashtag Keith Richards uh, Kids Book. See Jumping Jack flashing on the playground. Hashtag Keith Richards Kids Book. All coming in. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Jason, you're on the Run of Fez show. What do you got? I got two. I got snorted off the looking glass and Delirious <laughs> George at Keith Richards. <laughs> uh, Richards Kids book. Larry. Larry, go ahead, buddy. Hey, fun bullying a female is fun. Hashtag Keith Richards Kid book. Mike in Queens, what do you got? Gimme blood and blocks. Hashtag Keith Richards Kid book. <laughs> oh, you're loving Mike in Queens. Uh, John, John in Kansas, you're on the Run of Fez show. It could have been written by Gary Glitter, hashtag Keith Richards, kid book. Uh, Sam in L.A., what do you got? I got from the great Mike Myers. <laughs> Steve in Philly. Uh, diary of a druggy kid, hashtag Keith Richards, kid book. Brian, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hello? Yeah. The Little Needle That Could, hashtag Keith Richards Kids Book. Chris in North Carolina. Tales of a fourth grade nothing that grew up to do a lot of drugs and play a bad guitar, hashtag Keith Richards Kids Book. Luke, what do you got, pal? Beauty and the Beast of Burden, hashtag Keith Richards Kids Book. Dave in Ohio, you're on the Run of Fez show. Quit making me sing my one and only song in concert so Mick can take a breather, hashtag Keith Richards Kids book. We're all glad to hear a smile. Uh, Sharon, what do you got? Green eggs and hash. Hashtag <laughs> Richard's Kids book. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. They call them the best callers in radio for a reason. Tweet at Ron and Fez SXM with the hashtag Keith Richard's Kids book. Your chance to win Charlie Watts signed Rolling Stone CD. Jumpin' Jack and Jill Flash. Hashtag Keith Richards Kids Book. At Ron and Fez SXM. Um, here's some of them. Fifty Shades of Sway. Hashtag Keith Richards Kids Book. Um, well, let me see. These things are just whipping by right now. Um, all right. Already, ladies and gentlemen... We're trending. The Ron and Fez Show is now trending nationwide. That's trending in the U.S. That's the first mention. Keith Richards' kids' book appears on your trend. Now, a trending topic in the United States of America. All right. Charlotte's Web of Lies. Hashtag Keith Richards' 
kids book. How to climb trees when drunk. Hashtag kids, uh, Keith Richards kids book. Uh, Llama Llama drugs go through customs. Hashtag Keith Richards kids book. The Lion, the Witch, and a Fucked Up Wardrobe. Hashtag Keith Richards Kids Book. It's okay. I'm an adult, and even I still poop my pants. Hashtag Keith Richards Kids Book. Go Crank Go. Hashtag Keith Richards Kids Book. Hugs for Nugs. Hashtags Keith Richards Kids Book. Goldilocks and the Three Roadies. Hashtag Keith Richards Kids Book. Waiting on a Fiend. Hashtag Keith Richards Kids Book. Already trending in the United States. Best callers in radio. Best tweeters in radio. All on the Ron and Fez show. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Here's Anthony in Jersey. The little syringe that could. Hashtag Keith Richards Kids book. Michael in Texas. Dropping <laughs> Jack Crack. Hashtag Keith Richards Facebook. Lance. Lance in Binghamton. Where the high end things are. Hashtag Keith Richards Kids book. Ronnie. Ronnie, what do you got, buddy? I, I banged your grandmother. Hashtag Keith Richards Kids Book. Dickie Jr. What's up, Dazzies? I got one. It's called Everyone Shoot. Hashtag Keith Richards Kids Book. Kevin and Marstown. Higher than the purple micro dot. Hashtag Keith Richards Kids Book. Keith in Pittsburgh. Yeah, uh, Curious George gets his prescription filled. Hashtag Keith Richards Kids Book. <laughs> Uh, Ezra in Dallas. The Velveteen Hammock. Hashtag Keith Richards Kids Book. Leader in Long Island. The Cat in the Hat does smack. Hashtag Keith Richards Kids Book. Every day he comes up with something. He's the daily leader. Joe in Philly. Harry Potter and the Sorcerer Gets Stoned. Hashtag <laughs> Keith Richards Kids Book. Brad in Beverly Hills. Heroin and Dirty Needles. Hashtag Beverly uh, uh, Keith Richards, Kids Book. Jeff in New Jersey. Uh, the Ugly Junkie, hashtag Keith Richards, Kids Book. Franco in Delaware. She's, she's Spot Snort. Just one drink and a fall down drunk. Already trending in the United States. Jump on it.
It's a hashtag Keith Richards Kids Book. Make sure you jump on this. Where the Wild Things Cop. Hashtag Keith Richards Kids Book. The Mouse and the Motorcycle Gang at Altamont. Hashtag Keith Richards Kids Book. No, seriously. Hashtag Keith Richards Kids Book. Snuffleupagus gets the nods. Uh, hashtag Keith Richards Kids Book. Cloudy with a chance of seizures. Hashtag Keith Richards Kids Book. Mick P. Snot. Hashtag Keith Richards Kids Book. Chitty Chitty Bong Bong. Hashtag <laughs> Keith Richards Kids Book. The Frog and the Toad Sherry Crack Pipe. Hashtag Keith Richards Kids Book. Superman never flew this high. Hashtag Keith Richards Kids Book. Doper in a diaper. Hashtag Keith Richards Kids Girl Book. Some girls are boys. Hashtag Keith Richards Kids Book. Thomas the Crank Engine. <laughs> Hashtag Keith Richards Kids Book. Finger painted black. Hashtag Keith Richards Kids Book. Play with fire and other ways to conquer boredom. Hashtag Keith Richards Kids Book. Mighty Sister Morphine Power Rangers. Hashtag Keith Richards Kids Book. It is now a trending topic in the United States. Hashtag Keith Richards Kids Book. Shelby, jump on this. Um, Mr. Penguins Poppers. Hashtag Keith Richards Kids Book. Chris Stanley. The Velveteen Syringe. Hashtag Keith Richards Kids Book. I get no lactation. Hashtag Keith Richards Kids Book. Uh, Brandon, Arkansas. Little boys, I blew. Hashtag Keith Richards. JD in Atlanta. I might have snorted coke off your grandmother's ass. Keith Richards Kids Book. Uh, John in North Carolina. Uh, Horton hears a who's fighting and what for? <laughs> Andy in DC. Mother Goose's little helper. Hashtag Keith Richards Kids Book. Casey in Texas. The Hitchhiker's Guide to Hepatitis. Hashtag, hashtag Keith Richards Kids Book. Uh, here's uh, Dave. Dave, you're on the Run of Fez show. Don't mind the maggots. My arms are in tatters. Hashtag Keith Richards Kids Book. Daddy. Daddy, what's up? Dr. Footlong. Hashtag Keith Richards Kids Book. Uh, let's go over to Mike. Mike in North Carolina. Where the wild things blow. Hashtag Keith Richards Kids Book. Peter in D.C. What's in the cake horn? Hashtag. Here's Mike in Jersey. How to drain your dragon. Hashtag Keith Richards Kids Book. Uh, let's go to Missy in Atlanta. What's really an old Mother Hubbard's cupboard and how to properly use it? Keith Richards. Hashtag Keith Richards Book. Kids. Wade, Wade, you're on the Run of Face show. It's only titty milk, but I like it. Hashtag Keith Richards Kids Book. Um, here's uh, James. James in Idaho. Yeah, I got sympathy for the Elmo. Hashtag Keith Richards. Kids <laughs> Here's uh, Gary. Gary in New Jersey. I got uh, three high mice. Hashtag Keith Richards. Kids book. 
Dave in Houston, you're on the Ron and Fez show. Hey, Ronnie, how about Green Eggs and Dead Graham Parsons? Hashtag Keith Richards Kid Book. Yeah, I miss Graham. Uh, Matt in Atlanta, you're on the Ron and Fez show. How about Dr. Zeus prescribes drugstore supplies? Hashtag Keith Richards Playbook. <laughs> Playbook. Playbook shit. <laughs> he fucked up. <laughs> Listen to this. It's the hashtag. It's trending in America. Rana Fez callers are the best. Rana Fez tweeters, the best. This one is massive. Hashtag Keith Richards playbook. Man, oh. I've been around for a long, long year. So many a man's soul of faith. I was around when Jesus Christ had his moment of doubt and pain. Make damn sure the pilot washed his hands and sealed his face. Pleased to meet you. Hope you guess my name. And you is the nature of my game Stuck around St. Petersburg When I saw it was a time for a change Killed the Tsar and his ministers Anastasia screamed in vain I wrote a tank and a general's rank when the blitzkrieg raged and the finest thing Pleased to meet you, hope you guess my name Oh yeah Come on Shelby, do the lips, get up, get up and dance for us It's trending in the US Come on Shelby Hashtag Keith Richards Kids book. Dance for us. Come on, put the scarf on, Come Shelby. On, Shelby. Yeah. Hey, Josh in Canada, Josh. Yeah, we got Charlie in the Quaalude factory and prescription pads and meth pipes. Mike in D.C. Can't you hear me knocking up mommy? Hashtag Keith Richards Kids Book. James in Illinois. Let it bleed out. Hashtag Keith Richards Kids Book. John in North Carolina. You're on the Run of Fez show. The Mouse and the Motorcycle Gang in Altamont. Hashtag Keith Richards Kids Book. Pleased to meet you. Hope you get my name. Every 
will blow. Hashtag Keith Richards Kids Book. Everyone poops unless they're downed out. Hashtag Keith Richards Kids Book. Clifford the Big Red Dragon. Hashtag Keith Richards Kids Book. The Hitchhiker's Guide to Hepatitis. Hashtag Keith Richards Kids Book. Snow White and the Seven Gram Rock. Hashtag Keith Richards Kids Book. Charlotte's Web Tattoo. Hashtag Keith Richards Kids Book. Tales of a Fourth Grade Dealer. Hashtag Keith Richards Kids Book. Dora Explores Meth. Hashtag Keith Richards Kids Book. Oliver Twist One Up. Hashtag Keith Richards Kids Book. Hashtag at Keith Richards Kids Book at Ron and Fez SXM. Your chance to win Charlie Watts sign Rolling Stone CD. Time is on my side. I'm only four. Hashtag Keith Richards Kids Book. At Ron and Fez SXM. No more, Fezzy. Oh, okay. Everyone pukes during re- uh, detox. Hashtag Keith Richards Kids Book. Uh, let's go over here to Tony. Tony, you're on the Ron and Fez show. Uh, the turtle and the heron. Keith Richards Kids Book. Dave in Ohio, you're on the Run of Fez show. I should have stayed with the new barbarians. Hashtag Keith Richards Kids Book. Mike in Omaha. Fun with Dick and Jane and heroin. Hashtag Keith Richards Kids Book. Uh, here's uh, Ben. Ben in Newark. There's a walkit in my hash type. Hashtag Keith Richards Kids Book. Uh, Tom, you're on the Run of Fez show. Tom, we got you, buddy. Yeah, uh, Alexander and the Terrible Horrible Little Good Very Bad Trip. Hashtag Keith Richards Kids Book. Bill in Boston. John in West Virginia. Coach in Arizona. Batman re-ups. Hashtag Keith Richards Kids Book. Jason, you're on the Run of Fez show. Oh, the trannies you'll blow. Hashtag Keith Richards Kids Book. Ford in New Jersey. Tattoo you and your little brother. Hashtag Keith Richards <laughs> Kid Book. Uh, Dan, you're on the Run of Fez show. Encyclopedia Brown Sugar. Hashtag Keith Richards Playbook. Kids Book. Tom in Houston, you're on the Run of Fez show. Where's Weirdo? Hashtag. Kent in Connecticut. A dummy's guide to showering with Keith Townsend. Hashtag Keith Richards Kids Book. Eight. Ed in Maine. Ed in Maine. Sympathy for the diaper. Hashtag Keith Richards Kids Book. It's trending in the United States as we speak. The Ron and Fez Show is now trending nationwide. Congratulations out there. Very, very cool. Keith Rich, hashtag Keith Richards Kids Book. Uh, John in Rochester. Go ahead. Everybody poops. Hashtag Keith Richards Kids Book. Al in Florida. Hello? Yes. Uh, give me shelter and a little red balloon. Hashtag Keith Richards Kids Book. Eddie in Seattle. One pill, two pill, red pill, blue pill. Hashtag <laughs> Keith Richards Kids Book. David in NC. 
Diary of a Strung Out Centaur. Hashtag Keith Richards Kids Book. Dave in Tennessee. Under my thumb, there's a booger. Hashtag Keith Richards Kids Book. Matt in Ohio. Good night, balloon. Hashtag Keith Richards Kids Book. Oh, when that balloon shows up, it's so exciting, though. Bob in Missouri. <laughs> How about Phineas and Herb? Hashtag Keith Richards Kids Book. Uh, pleased to meet you. I'm your daddy. Hashtag Keith Richards Kids Book. I wrote a what? Hashtag Keith Richards Kids Book. Um, Pippi Longstockings and the other groupies. Hashtag Keith Richards Kids Book. Pop Goes the Needle. Hashtag Keith Richards Kids Book. Cat in the Hell's Angels hat. Hashtag Keith Richards Kids Book. ABC and the Grams, hashtag Keith Richards Kids Book. The Three Little Pigs Meet Me Backstage, hashtag <laughs> Keith Richards Kids Book. Old Man in the See You Next Tuesday, Harold in the Double Barreled Purple Mescaline, hashtag Keith Richards Kids Book.
see you all again in 1974. Uh, the greatest rock and roll band in the history of the world. Keith Richards is now writing a children's book. And why shouldn't they? Let's lead some of these. A light in the attic. Why I shot up. Hashtag Keith Richards kids book. Are you my daddy? Hashtag Keith Richards kids book. Oh, the places you'll go to shoot it up. Hashtag Keith Richards kids book. Um... China White and the Seven Snitches. Hashtag Keith Richards Kids Book. See Spots Run. Hashtag Keith Richards Kids Book. Uh, where's the baby's belly button and how do I tie it off? Hashtag Keith Richards Kids Book. Nap Time. A heroin a lullaby. Hashtag Keith Richards Kids Book. Everybody Mainlines. Hashtag Keith Richards Kids Book. Little Red Riding My Cock, hashtag Keith Richards Kids Book. <laughs> Sam and Cat House, hashtag Keith Richards Kids Book. How the, how the Grinch Stole My Weed, hashtag Keith Richards Kids Book. One Crack Rock, Two Crack Rock, Three Crack Rocks, hashtag Keith Richards Kids Book. Uh, Sydney in Canada. Sydney, what do you got? Smokes a lot and the three bears. Hashtag Keith Richards Kids Box. Jose in Miami. Mike in Jersey. The Hardy Boys are dope sick. Hashtag Keith Richards Kids Box. Steve, Long Island, you're on the Run of Fez show. The little Coke spoon that could. Hashtag Keith Richards Kids Box. Scott in Tennessee. Wild horses tranquilizers. I dig it. Hashtag Keith Richards Eric in North Carolina. Joey scores a lid and he's all right now. Hashtag Keith Richards Kissbook. Matt in PA. Shooting dope for the soul. Hashtag Keith Richards Kissbook. Dave in Ohio. You're on the run of Fest show. Booting up stoned. Hashtag Keith Richards Kissbook. Trending number one in the United States. The Ron and Fez Show is now trending nationwide. Great job, everybody. Terrific. We will uh, take a break. Who do we got stopping in, Chris? Miss Esther Koo and Jeffrey Gurian. Esther Koo is here with Jeffrey Gurian. Um, and we'll make sure we give out that signed by Charlie Watts. Trending. Number one. Oh, we went to number two because there was an explosion in Manhattan. Uh, oh, no, we actually beat the explosion, but South by Southwest, we couldn't get over on oh, today. Come on. Hey, it's a big one today. That's a big one. Whatever. We went in against the biggies. Went to number two in the country. You know, you can't feel bad about a number two hit. It's got to work for you. Still, I wanted to beat South by... They've been around a while, Chris. They've been around a while. Make sure you go to theinterrobang.com for Unmasked with Todd Berry. That's coming up next Tuesday, March 18th, 4 p.m. in the Fishbowl Studio here at SiriusXM. You can be in the studio audience by going to theinterrobang.com and getting all the details right there. Uh, you didn't tell me that you saw Jill Lawson last night, Fez. Oh, that's right. I, I was right at the beginning of the night. Yeah, I couldn't see her. Um, she said, and the lights must have been bright. She was in the second row. The lights were so bright in that place 
that uh, Robert Kelly had to yell at Voss for taking his <laughs> his hand and put him over his eyes. He finally yelled at him, "You look like an old man," <laughs> which was one of my favorite lines of the night. <laughs> Such a fun, fun night. Fez, have you straightened out all of our other problems? I haven't gone down the hallway yet. Why? You could have done it during that whole hashtag Keith Richards kids book. I always like it to see when other people jump into it, too. That's always my favorite part of the day. That's the best. Yeah, and I always want to like just keep it even going after even we're done with it. Yeah, it's bots start picking it up, like the bullshit Twitter bots, and then yeah. uh, regular people, you know... Just like see the train, like all right, I'm gonna I'm gonna join. Monsters in the closet, trolls on the stage, Pippi cock sucking, the nightmare before the landing gear. Jeffrey Gurney is now playing ping pong with Esther. Is it coup? Coup. 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 You know what I'd um, I'd like to uh, do is do a show on classic vinyl called Ron Sings with the Music. Let's pitch it. I don't see how you could DJ and not just sing along a little bit. Mm. All right. She, by the way, she's at S E S T H E R. K-U, K-U. She's a beauty, too. Hashtag. We've moved out, Fezzy. Oh, okay. What else you got to plug? Oh, I want to tell everyone to go to the Interabang to sign up for the March Madness. It's the annual Brackets Contest. You could win a signed basketball from Kevin Durant. Signed by Kevin Durant with the March Madness. Of course, the tournament's going to start in a little over a week. So get signed up today at theinterobang.com because the madness is coming. Yeah, that was yesterday's thing. To push. Um, all right, we're going to uh, go to break here. Uh Esther Koo's going to be in in just a little bit. She's playing Off the Hook, the Off the Hook Comedy Club in Marco Island, Florida. That She's going to be there March 27th through the 30th. And on Twitter, at Esther, K-U, K-U, Cuckoo. We'll uh, be right back. It's the Ron and Fez Show. Back with the Ron and Fez show on a Wednesday. Coming in studio, Esther Koo is here. She's playing Off the Hook Comedy Club on Marco Island, Florida. That's March 27th through the 30th. And she's here with Jeffrey Gurian from ComedyMattersTV.com and at Jeffrey Gurian on Twitter. This is why we play Jeff, uh, Jump Around, because Jeffrey jumps around and you brought Esther with it. I, I, <laughs> I like to jump around all my travels of jumping around, I grabbed the whole of Esther yes. Koo. Yes. yes, absolutely. I'm you, half Jewish, Esther. 
Esther. <laughs> I sound Jewish on paper, right? If I just write my first name. You really would. Right? That's why I hang out with old Jews like Jeffrey Gurian on the Upper East Side at the Friars Club. You know what? It's like he adopted you. It's like well, if, if you were Esther it's Gurian. Like, it's right? like, you know, uh, yeah, he could have adopted me, right? It's interesting. Do you though, have how many, kids? Of course I have kids. You oh, know my God. No one believes that about Jeffrey. Either. Yeah, isn't that weird? Oh my god, I, I always forget that you have kids. And one of my daughters, it's her birthday today. Is it really? really? Absolutely. Happy birthday, Catherine. Happy birthday, yeah. Catherine. Catherine. Yeah, shout out to Catherine. She's Absolutely. jumping around. She's right jumping now around. she's jumping around. <laughs> is she listening Absolutely. to the Ron and Fess show right she now? She better be. I'm sure. Or she'll be in big trouble. Or, or, or big she's trouble. probably Absolutely. sick of listening to her dad. If my dad was on the radio, I would never listen to his show. Does your Is dad right? even know what you do? Um, I, I think he's starting to, maybe. He's starting to pick up on yeah. it? Yeah. Now, you know, we were talking about old Jews. Look who it is. Rich Voss. Rich Voss. Rich Voss and Bonnie McFarlane. Oh, hi, oh, Bonnie. Hi. hi. Hey, guys. This is comedy royalty. Hello. Hey. Hello. We, we just—we really wanted to thank you for last night. How, not for the show, but you know what happened after. That was uh. amazing. <laughs> you know what? Normally, when I do a three-way, it isn't with a guy, but in this case, <laughs> even when Bonnie went up to get herself some tea, Rich and I just kept it going the entire time. <laughs> <laughs> Comics reminiscing. Just having the times of our life. Um, but, you know, these, this couple, they are so funny together. And I was their marriage counselor on stage last night. Where was this? This was, uh, we were at the Village Underground. Crazy crowd. Your audience was spectacular, guys. Yeah, and well, you were. I mean, you, the second you walked on the stage, like, it just when you started trashing the furniture and <laughs> uh, just from the beginning, I mean it was it was magic and and you know I'm going look I can't even keep up with this guy it's just oh. boom it just I'm, we couldn't have picked a better I mean there were, there were maybe a couple better but I mean <laughs> for the first but normally <laughs> but we really we should tour the country with this bet because I think it would help a lot of couples. <laughs> at one time I felt so bad for Bonnie because she was looking at me like I was really a marriage counselor and I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, please help. Yeah. Please. So are you guys are you guys back together, Ron? Uh, not Ron. <laughs> Rich and Bonnie. Bonnie? You, yes, I think they're going to be are together. Are you going to stay together now yeah, because of Ron's help? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, well, uh, uh, you know, let's one day at a time. Uh, I was driving home thinking, you know, I've, know, I've known Ron for, you know, 20-something years, and he uh, was totally against me. Uh, and It's hard to be with you. It is. But it's hard not to be on Bonnie's side because there, Bonnie's one of those people you're like, I want her to like me. <laughs> it's a right. very weird thing to yeah. happen. Some people have it, but the whole time we're like, I think no matter who you went to, Rich, they're always going to be on Bonnie's side. <laughs> I, unless I go to her family. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's true. So we don't want to take up their time. Esther, I was just at, off the hook a couple of weeks ago. You're going to have a great time. Oh, cool. Uh, Jeffrey, thank you for all the great write-ups, Ron. You're very uh, welcome. You guys are hysterical together. Absolutely hysterical. 
Uh, thank you for the validation because we needed it. Elena uh, is gorgeous. <laughs> Ross, the, the podcast will be up tonight. Uh, Good. The uh, live uh, show will be up later tonight. I'll make sure I, uh, we give us some plugs. And I heard from a ton of people this morning just how much they liked. I mean, you you guys together on stage are incredible. Seriously. Thank you, thank you. Well, I'm telling you, you brought it all together. Well, I'm it just well, I'm in such a good mood now. I'm going to take Bonnie to the diner. Wow! <laughs> wow! <laughs> I have my own soda. We don't have to share. Get, get an orange float. <laughs> yeah. This, this diner, the tuna, the sandwich is so big you can make two out of it. So you know, I just too much tuna. Too much tuna. Too much tuna here. <laughs> Uh, but seriously, thank you guys so much. Uh, believe me when I tell you, and thank uh, and thank Bobby because he did such a great job running that last night. Yeah, it was it's just everything fell in place. All right, man. You thank guys, you so much. All right, love you guys. Bye, so bye. guys. All right, bye. Bye. So yeah, that was like one of the funnest things I've ever done. Jeffrey, I thought you were going to be at it for weeks. You're like, I'm going to be there. I didn't count know. on me. I jump around. I, I, you know what? I was on my way down there last night. I went to the Real Housewives premiere last night. Oh, uh, I know because you're in it. I'm in it, and and it was a fun night. It was a crazy night because they were all fighting uh-huh. with, with each other on the air. And I was going to come down, but I was going to go to the cellar. I didn't remember that you were doing this. The underground, yeah. The underground. It's a great place, right? It is a great place, and. Uh, I had Bob Dylan's dressing room, which means none. Just, you're down there. You're, I waited next to the bathroom in the kitchen, and then was able to go out. It was like real old school. Wow! Show business. Cool. A regular it. show that they do because I know that they have a. Well, podcast. it's their podcast, podcast, and we did the podcast live, and then I acted as the part of their marriage counselor, which Rich is a hundred percent right. I just was on Bonnie's side, <laughs> acting like he was the worst person because when Bonnie smiles at, at you, you're just like you melt, yes. right? Yeah, yes. she's great. Everybody's just naturally against Rich. They are because he looks like he's somebody you should be against. Well, maybe he reminds you of somebody who bullied you, right? <laughs> you know, but you don't well, know why he looks like he just got the script for Grand Torino too. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> they, they decided not to pay the big money. This is going to be like a straight to cable one. Right. But, you know, Esther, with you, everyone is so attracted to you. You must have to put up with this all the time when you go into the clubs. Are they? Yes, no. you know they are. Uh, come on. You know they are. And then you're doing the silver hat with the... With the flower? Yeah. Yeah, this is a, a headband on top of a hat, actually. Yeah. Do you like it? It's adorable, <laughs> but you can't get. But it looks like that we tried to do a, like a real life hentai thing here. Am I right with that word? Oh yeah, this is, is it hentai. hentai yeah. yeah. Do you know what that is? No, I don't. Is it a Japanese word? Yeah, but it's it's Japanese. It's uh, but for like, it's like porn, but cartoon porn, anime porn, anime, oh, anime. porn, anime porn. Yeah. Hentai. So you look like a very cute. Asian uh, cartoon schoolgirls. Yes, <laughs> they're big on schoolgirls. I right? just like wearing colors, you know, because yeah. in New York you could wear something wacky and nobody even like, you know, nobody even cares nobody because everybody's twice, crazy looking. Yeah. Here. You know what was great last night is like because it was such a warm night. It felt like the first time I was 
in New York forever. Because in the winter, we've been running back and forth. Mm -hmm. And last night, some cops, they they sprayed a girl's eyes out, and she's screaming in front of the club. You serious? And you just like, yeah, they just pepper sprayed her. Yeah. Yeah. And she screamed for, who knows? But for 40 minutes, she's just screaming, and everyone's gathering around, and we're like, it's really great to be back in the city. (laughs) (laughs) Someone said that she got ran over. Because it looked like there was tire marks on her legs, but it looked like the cops ran over to a person who has been run over and then pepper sprayed her in the eyes. Oh, my God. And we were just out, and people were eating slices and smoking. And it was just like, it felt like the city was alive again. Damn, I knew I should have gone downtown. What yeah. time was that? It was about, what, 7.30, 8 o'clock oh. or something? Yeah, right around 7.30. Oh, it was just oh, it was as the early, sun is uh. setting. It was like Miller, Miller time, you know. It was beautiful sky. <laughs> and a woman screaming, and they're burning my face. Well, I mean, her legs could be broken, so they want to like make sure she stays down. She doesn't hurt herself. It wasn't more. chilling her out any. Shelby was at the show Not last jumping night. Around. Now, yeah. Shelby, see if you get this. He's a young. I, you, I guess you're a young comedian, or you're a young wannabe comedian. Yeah, I say wannabe is accurate. Okay. But so why you don't get she, up on stage? Uh, occasionally, he has, but okay, he's there and he's just staring at the show. Just and like Voss is on stage and he's killing him, Bonnie's on stage and he's just staring at them. And I go, I thought you liked comedy. And he goes like this, I love it. And he's just not laughing, <laughs> not smiling. And there was like a longfulness, like a kid who was like looking through a hole into a ball game. You know what I mean? There was just, is this the world that you want, Shelby? Yeah, but I was kind of behind a pillar and I had. Been, I just tried to rush there, so I was just trying to. So you couldn't even myself. see them on stage. The I pillar could, was covering. I could hear it. But you could have came up on stage and sat on my lap, and I could have brought you up there as my son. <laughs> as a dummy, maybe. I could have been like weekend dad. I got him this weekend. I didn't. I right, get I don't know what to do with him. Yeah. I got him. You could, bring just, him with you could me, just say right? you're Dan Natterman's little brother, yeah. right? Doesn't he look you like? Think he looks out maybe a little. Maybe yeah. I, think I got that before by. Uh, yeah, but just, yeah, Metzger said that. Yeah, you can tell people you're Dan Natterman's little brother. I'm going to start dropping that name. Yeah, be a name dropper. You could be Shelby. Shelby Natterman. Shelby yeah, Natterman. <laughs> uh, is my brother here? Okay, then I'm going to hop up for five minutes. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, my brother told me you would give me five minutes of stage time. That's what I would have done. Um... Who won the ping pong game that you guys are playing out there? I kicked her ass. I did. I totally will. What are you talking about? We have surveillance video. He thinks thinks that when the ball hits the net that that I lose a point, but I play the other way. If my ball hits the net and goes over to his side, then I get the point. That's true. Yes, of course, but everybody knows that. Her ball hit the net and stayed on her side. And she Maybe thinks like that's once. what her point is. But, like well, are you one of these guys that you have butt. to, you're competitive with girls? No, you couldn't say like, I, that I'm good at. Oh, you, <laughs> oh, are you really a good ping pong player? Well, sport. I'm, I'm you better know than at anything else. You yeah. know who's supposedly one of the best ping pong players in who's the world? That? Is Judith Freelander. I heard that from people. Well, he's the world champion. But I mean, seriously. No, but he, yeah, he yeah. goes there like every day to practice. He hangs out at spin. He supposedly has world-class skills. I haven't seen him play myself, but I've heard it from several people. He has his own like ping-pong paddle he he travels with. Really? I yeah. We ought I to do a thing. We'll do a thing. We'll bring him in, and if any of our listeners can beat him, we'll just do like short games, the five or something. We'll broadcast out of the lobby. If any listener can beat him, we'll give him a prize. Cool. Is he that good? I mean, can I sit here and shark him out I th- like this? I think so. I think he's... 
He is the world champion. There's no one better. I can't believe when well, he, he says also, that. He though. also says he's the world champion of everything. <laughs> I feel like he's champion. Sucks. I've never seen him play. I've only seen. You know, it, it seems like he's a world champion of lying, and I want to, you know, I want to put my prizes up <laughs> if he's as good as I've heard. I think you could do it. I, I have a feeling that he's good. <sighs> he my runs prizes. on a treadmill, but I'm good. I grew- holding weightlifters while they're lifting weights. You that, know, that's, that's strong. That's, 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 that's strong. Jokes. Yeah, that's I grew up with a ping pong table in my basement. Did you really? Yeah. See, I didn't even so grow I up have, with a basement. I have, <laughs> where'd you grow up? Well, I grew up outside of Philadelphia, but we had what was called a crawl space, which was crawl? just a crawl. A crawl a space. Not a crawl. <laughs> you know, too much tuna. Too much tuna. Just this little thing. That, it was enough to Where shove Walter, a body in. Well, Walter White hid his money. Yes, yes it was very exactly. much similar to that. Space, right. right. Yeah, and don't give that away for the people who haven't seen it. Because you haven't seen it yet, right? No, I haven't seen it. I'm hoping to get seen caught anything. up. Oh, my God. He didn't watch True Detective. You won't get caught up. You, you won't be one of those people... Who gets crazy about TV shows, will you? No, I mean, I think the Lost ending actually did it to me, where I was dedicated to a show, and now I just don't feel that dedication yeah, it anymore. It a lot of people down. I think. Yeah, well, but... What's the, I haven't watched True Detective yet. What's the big thing about it? People are raving about it. Yeah, well, it's already over. Yeah. Because uh, <laughs> it was a one a season. Yeah. I know. But, I only hear about these shows once they're over. Then you're like, oh, it must be good. Yeah, then you got to catch up. You know, then it's you Matthew gotta, McConaughey, right? And, yeah, Matthew and, McConaughey and Woody from Cheers. I, he must have a real name, but I just could still call him Woody from Cheers. I can't get past that. It's Woody Harrelson, isn't it? Yeah, Woody Harrelson. Yeah. But they, uh, is a murder mystery and you're following along. But the thing is that the fact that the guy who won the Oscar is also doing an HBO show at the same time goes to show you how nuts show business is. Mm. It's just like the President of the United States is on Between the Fucking Ferns yesterday with Zach Galifianakis. With Zach Galifianakis, right? right? That's, I, I feel like I'm going nuts <laughs> on what I don't think those worlds world should cross. No. I feel like it's like, you know, if you're the president, you should be untouchable. Right. Now any Zach Galifianakis could just get at you yeah, and in you, your face and ask right. you questions. It's like a new picture of Harry Truman on the Groucho Marx but, show. I mean, although I am, a big, happen, right? I am a big fan of the In Between Two Ferns. It's unbelievable. It's great. It is bizarre when the, you feel like you're dreaming. You do feel like everything that I thought was true was no longer true. But see, to me, Nicholson will always be the best movie star because mm-hmm. he doesn't go on The Tonight Show. You don't know who he really is. You hear like, oh, did you hear Nicholson? He does coke off of fucking seven girls. He's banging. The same. And you kind of believe it because you don't know. Mm-hmm. But the second you go on and talk about it, you're like, oh, no, he's a regular guy. Yeah, you know exactly. what I mean? Like Tom Hanks, I think of as a regular guy. Mm-hmm. If Tom Hanks came in here, I'd be like, hey. Hey, Tom. But if Jack Nicholson came in here, I'd be like, holy fuck. <laughs> right. It's Jack it's Nicholson. Nicholson. Right. Yeah, exactly. This shouldn't even be happening. Mm. Like, I don't know where he is right now, but he's somewhere. He's Nicholson is somewhere. <laughs> he could be here. Yeah. We could we go find know. him. It's kind of like Jolie, too. Like, she doesn't make these, like, crazy good movies, but you never see her, like, really goofing off, too. She's a mystery. Angelina Jolie, if she came in here, we'd all feel a little Shelby nervous. Shelby could be Angelina Jolie without makeup. Dude, if Thank he's... God. You know, I feel like every moment we're not kissing him, we're really wasting <laughs> time. You're wasting yeah. those lips, yeah. right? Yeah, <laughs> seriously. Those <laughs> lips are like, are they real? I... They woke up one day, they were there, so I'm going to assume yes. You, you've been with women, right? Because I've yeah. never seen you with a girl. But did they comment on your kissing? Like, are you a fantastic kisser? <laughs> Not really. I mean, the most actually attention I get from the lips are like 
from women are actually <laughs> like you know middle-aged women that like I'm not really interested at all. So it's like okay, thanks, Barbara. Yeah, uh, I got that. Why is Barbara this an is older Bush? woman's name? Why is that an older woman's name, Neil? There's not a 18-year-old to 22-year-old Barbara. It it's doesn't so exist. Great. That's so funny. Okay, Barbara. Thanks, That's uh, so fucking funny. <laughs> I appreciate it. Uh, let me just shake All your right, hand Gertrude. here. But seriously, Esther, I'm straight, but I would jack off watching you and Steven Tyler make out. That would be like, that would be like perfect. Is that a hentai? I think that is a hentai. <laughs> But you you never hear it from girls your own age. They're not Well, younger girls, we're thinking it, but we just don't say it because we're just not there in our lives yet where we just say anything we think. I hope that starts soon, though. Like, if, they, you could, if you could see the thought bubbles above our heads, that's what it would say. Wow, why look at those lips. to pick up women? I don't know. Just are you rejection, Are you single? Yes. Yeah? He's very single. Le- negative single thing. You don't have any friends. None. See, aren't you his friend? Well, no, I'm no. his boss, and that's a terrible thing. But I mean, like, Barely. we, yeah, we Barely. were, yeah. <laughs> even though we were out last but night. But eventually, you become yeah. friends while working for you, no? Yeah, mm. but in a way, he still also is like, last night, he's like, can I get you a water? I'm like, no, we're not even at work. You don't have to yeah, worry I about Yeah, I say, hey, Ron, it's Shelby from work. Yeah. <laughs> he did. It's good to see you. He did. And he sat there with his little backpack on. <laughs> and seriously, you looked so adorable last night, Shelby. But then, see, this was his first time going out to us with a club. People that are fans of the show, they wanted his picture taken. They wanted him to sign things, and he tried to run away from them. He wouldn't do it. You were nervous? Does, are you nervous or you don't feel worthy? Well, I mean, autographs, that's like one thing. But like a picture, I'm terrible in photographs. So I was like kind of leery of that. But I mean, I took some. But people want proof that they met you. You yes. know, yes. let them have it. Just, you know, do it gracefully. Listen, I, Esther. I saw somebody sent me a picture, like two people. One, I looked like it was like a terrible one. Just but tell the other them to one put a filter okay. on it. These filters these so, days, like, they're amazing. Filter. It. Invent a new filter. <laughs> Why do you got to bring up his lips, Fezzy, when you know that bothers him? They're the best part of him. No, the you complex. know what? Fezzy may have great lips, but we'll but never know. no one know. knows, right? We'll <laughs> never know because of the hair curtain. They're fantastic behind this mustache. <laughs> Esther Coos with us. She is playing the island of Marco in Florida. Marco Island, off the hook comedy club, Thursday, March 27th through the 30th. At- that club seems to be doing really well now. Like a lot of people I know, that right? come through New York are playing it. They have really good food. I eat the coconut shrimp there. I love coconut shrimp. Mm. Well, does coconut not go with anything? Like, it's always happy if somebody puts a couple coconut shavings coconut on there. Coconut is Aren't so there good for you. coconuts on the donuts you brought today? She, Esther was nice enough to bring donuts, and you then she ate have two to. of them. Oh. No, That's I, I she ate hasn't one of them. Weeks. Do you know, you went to the donut place. After I had confirmation that there's five people here. There's, One, two, three, four, five. See, yeah, here's the thing. See? A lot of people think, oh, I'll go to Dunkin' Donuts. You're not impressive. You went to the donut plant. Very The hip. donuts at Dunkin' mm-hmm. Donuts, they come frozen from the headquarters of Dunkin' Donuts. So by the time you're eating it, it's been frozen for years. Uh, Who knows? You know? You know at least, is, if you're going to take sugar. Well, this, yeah, this place is well, world known. Mm-hmm. Like, I went to France, and people are like, is that where the donut plant is? And I'm like, yeah, <laughs> it is. But uh, this is the saddest thing I ever saw. One time I'm at a movie theater, I'm in the back, and a truck comes up, like a big truck, and starts uh, uh, emptying out these trash bags of popcorn that they were taking in. <laughs> it had been popped somewhere else. 
then trucked to the movie theater where it was then reheated. What? Yes. I used to work in a movie theater. We made our own popcorn. You worked at a very good movie theater then. At Cinemark. At grocery stores, too, like in that big gourmet case where you're like, oh, I'll have this like potato salad. Half of that stuff is like just frozen in big bags. It's just like Say. Stouffer's. Ugh. When did you work in a movie theater? When I was in college. I worked at a movie theater. When, um... You know when that movie came out, The Blair Witch Project? Yeah. yeah. And that camera movement was all, like, really yeah. shaky? Then one person, each each sitting, would uh, come out and throw up, and I had to be the girl to mop it up. All right. And if you <laughs> look around vomit. this room, which one of us you think threw up at The Blair Witch? Um, look all around. It's Chris over there, Shelby, me, and, of course, Mr. Jeffrey Gurian. He jumps around. I think it might have been Chris. And Sorry. <laughs> I threw up three times at the Blair Witch Project. No way. Oh, my oh my God. If there's ever a shaky cam movie, he will not go to it. How, what is something wrong with your inner ear? It's uh, Well, yeah, the vertigo just comes in. I mean, mm -hmm. I feel... The weird thing is, I don't feel the dizziness at first. I get extremely hot. It's mm -hmm. like all of a sudden yeah. they've raised the temperature in the theater. <laughs> And then, then like, the spins come. He, he's like the frog in the boiling uh, thing of water. Here's what you got to do to do this, Fez. Just like if it starts to happen, you're watching it. Shut your eyes for a second. Okay. And then when you open your eyes, imagine that you're in a plane that's spinning out of control. <laughs> yeah, no. Sure. Yeah. That'll spinning really help. Like yeah, this exactly. back to the earth. See the earth getting closer. It's not you even helping in here. And then you can't pull the stick. <laughs> I want to well, see yeah. gravity. And imagine that him. plane is being abducted by aliens. Oh, God. Do you think that's what happened to the Malaysian plane? It could have. So weird, right? It's the weirdest. So weird. It's the weirdest news story anything, ever. Yeah. They can't Nothing. find anything. The Iranian now, thing didn't pan out. There's a piece that you can go online. I think we got a link up on the iBang, and you can help search from a satellite. Everyone's picking little places in the ocean. Oh my god! And looking themselves from the satellite. Really? Because you can't imagine how big the ocean. The ocean People is. think. If you could just shoot a flare in the ocean and you could see... No. So some it, random guy with internet in yeah. Bumblecut, fuck Kentucky, can say, I found them. Yeah, and you know, that's an actual town. Um, <laughs> Bumblefuck, Kentucky. Um, someone right now is going like this. They just mentioned our town. <laughs> Come over here. Esther's talking about This is great. Um, but... The but guys have discovered uh, planets like that because you can go on these astronomy websites and just watch a piece of the sky and someone saw like a, a meteor that's now named after them. So if you have thousands of man hours to spend, because uh, I would love to have a meteor. Jeffrey, named you're after. done writing your book. You have all the time <laughs> in the world now, right? Man do you got a new Do you got a new book planned, Jeffrey? Yeah, but it's not a comedy book. Yeah, it's a, called Healing Your Heart by Changing Your Mind. And it's about how to change your perspective on things that happened in your life. Mm, why don't you work with Fez? And do that. <laughs> Fez is so damaged from his childhood, it's unbearable. I would love to work with Fez. Yeah. Absolutely. You up for that, Fezzy? I'll work with you. Yeah. I there was a, Are you going to get Chris Rock to do the intro on this one, I too? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if I could stretch that, but... I got over we'll a thing that happened in my childhood, and it was with an uncle... You know, I don't like to even get into it because it's sad. But when I was a little kid, I was like five. I molested my uncle, oh, and man. I was—it just never bothered me. And you never it got over it. Never, it never bothered got... me. Some people can get over these things yeah. easier. Yeah. 
And I just don't Aww. let it bother me. Do you guys work out your issues here in the studio? Sometimes we do. Yeah, I mean, no, here's what we do. We bring them up and then don't work them out. Why not? There's a very similar story in the Bronx. Why wouldn't you work it out if Jeffrey's here? Because Fez won't do the real, and I'm not saying anything, but Fez won't do the real work to get better. I just started working on myself. With who? Uh, with a therapist. I've never been to therapy before, and I just started going a year ago. What's bothering you, honey? Well, you know, same thing. Childhood issues yeah. and just getting over stuff that happened to you that was unjust. And she said she was adopted by uh, Korean no, parents. No, well, right? that was just a joke, though. <laughs> seriously, if something terrible... Well, like, my parents, like, they go around bragging that I'm a comedian, and I'm like, I don't think that's something you brag about, you know? Like, if your kid became a comedian, that means you, like, abandoned them. You failed. Right? You're a failure. Don't you think so? It's not yeah. like a bragging right, you know? They shouldn't have the right to be, you know, going around saying, oh, you could see my daughter on MTV. You know? It's like, and no. that's how they say it, right? Yeah, you neglected me. That's why I'm a comedian. That's why I go around looking for love at comedy stages all around the world. But, you know, they must have done a good job because so many Korean kids, they try so hard to succeed that they kill themselves if they get a B. You know what I mean? Well, I wanted to kill myself. Did yeah. you really? Yeah, of were, course. Were you pushed really hard? Well, not like academically, but just from, you know, my parents, like, just, you know, I was raised in a really violent home, you know? So, karate, like, martial arts. Uh, you know what? That's well, racism. That's fucking racism, Shelby. No, like, okay, like, for example, I was reading a story in the New York Times about this Malaysian Airlines thing, right? And while these people from Malaysian Airlines were announcing to the family members that there's been no wreckage found, like, nothing has happened further, people started throwing water bottles at the Malaysian Airlines representatives. And I'm like, water bottles? That's nothing. My parents used to throw plates and shit, you know? <laughs> really? Like, yeah, like, it was, like, crazy, you now, know? did they want, uh, what was the reason for being so upset? Hey, they well, they had five kids. I think, you know, like my dad worked night shifts. So during the day, like he wanted us to be squeaky quiet, you know? Yeah. And like we were just kids and kids just make noise. So I th but I think a lot of Koreans are just angry. Like if you ever watch like Korean movies on Netflix, Jeffrey, yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> he knows everything of Asian. Uh, Do you really? <laughs> he, kind of. He has a yeah. fetish for every for each country. Um, he does. She's, she's seen me with. Yeah. <laughs> but um, but no, like they get really really angry. I'm just laughing at him blushing. He never, <laughs> he never wants us to know how many women he's macking, and yet you, you do have see a I'm reputation. Blushing, right? I'm blushing. How yes. do you know? Yes. How do you know that it's, it's so women? Funny. Maybe it's. Uh, it's so funny. Maybe he's. See, first he's she gives you a compliment, Shelby. then she takes it away. <laughs> <laughs> they can't let that you have it. That could have been a they compliment too, Jeffrey. No, I didn't. My, but you wouldn't. But you wouldn't know that, Fizz. My it's, hy it's hypothetical, right? It's hypothetical. This was the the weirdest thing in my family, and it's still like this even with the grandkids and all. Mm -hmm. That if you're not in jail, my family says you're doing great. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> and like, you say like, well, how's this person doing? He's doing great. Is he working? Nope. <laughs> no, no. He's just bumming around, but he's doing great. Doing he's on great, the outside. Right, he's on the outside. <laughs> no one has to worry about him. But it's like a real, it was like a great relief that like C was considered okay. Uh, you moved on yeah. to the next grade. Well, he probably has higher self-esteem though. Like if you're, if you're getting C's, at least you're not being yelled at this that is, you're not getting a This a. is what's weird. A lot of people in my family have incredible self-esteem. Exactly. Where they sit there and, you know, they'll say, I'm better at the 
the person working at unemployment. That person sucks. Or they'll turn on a TV. I'm much better than <laughs> Like most of the people, most of the guys in my family feel like they're better than Jimmy Fallon and they should have gotten the Tonight Show and not him. <laughs> they just feel that way even though they've done no, no work nothing to get towards there, right? it. Nothing to get there. Yeah, yeah I wish so people, I could trade in my straight A's from uh, my high school So I was gonna ask, for, so, for so, higher self-esteem. If you got an A minus, would your parents be upset with you that you didn't get an A? Yeah, they would. Really? Yeah. That's pressure. There is stuff with is Korean pressure, yeah. parents that the, if the kids, the, like when you find out someone, some kid jumped in front of a subway, it's mm-hmm. a Korean kid who's on his way home from school with an A minus, mm-hmm. and he'll just leap in front of a, a train, and everyone's because like, because Korean parents hit hard, yeah. you know, harder like, than a train. So, <laughs> but so he's like, this train's not going to hurt me half as, as much as, much as, my as when my yeah. dad whoops me with his belt and shoes. But don't you feel better for it now? Look at you. You're no, a I don't. No, I'm not. Yeah. No. She's a hard worker. You're doing well with I'm your career. I'm a hard worker because like my parents drilled it in me, I guess. Mm-hmm. But I'm not that hard of a worker. <laughs> I think Now, Shelby, do you feel like you felt like your parents didn't push you at all, right? Ugh, like sort of. Like if I got good grades, that was good, but like I was terrible in math. But if I brought home like a C on a test, my dad would be freaking out doing donuts and the Front yard in his car, yeah. loving it. I got a D once, and they took the whole family out for ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> See, that we should have give been my shit. ice cream. But one of the things was my parents actually said to me about school is you have to go sometimes. You can't, yeah, you're right. you know, yeah, every yeah, once in a while show up. Yeah, yeah. I would try to call in sick as my dad, but like my Asian accent was so bad. They're like, "Hey, we know it's you. Just come on in." See, I didn't even see. I was in a thing where you know they had more liberal teachers, and it was actually like even when I would show up, I would just be like, "I can't do this. I gotta go." <laughs> see everybody. <laughs> take care. We're gonna leave. We're gonna so, go out, drive around the ba- valley, and smoke pot. How long did it take you to get out of high school? Did I got you out, no problem. Four years. Oh yeah, because yeah. some kids like wind up staying five, six years, and I'm like, if you hate it, fucking go and get it over with. You know? The, yeah, the I didn't have the kind. The of, I don't even know if anyone failed in my school. No, I did. They actually lined us up by GPA, and I was behind two retarded kids. <laughs> you know what I mean? But this is the That's a whole thing. other story. Yeah. This is the other thing. It didn't bother me. I'm here in the line. <laughs> right. It doesn't matter where in the line you are. As long as you're We're in the line. We're all here. And all the years I've worked in radio, no one's come up and said, what's your GPA? Ever asked you, GPA. Yeah. Or exactly. How'd you do in chemistry? It doesn't matter. Yeah. Doesn't I had a girl matter. in my high school class. Yes. Right. Oh, no, not that kind. <laughs> Yuck. Breaking news. But we were the same age, started high school the same year. Wow, and she's still alive? Yes. <laughs> and I have four yearbooks from the four years in high school where she is in the freshman class each year. Because she just kept failing. And I was, am- I was what? so hoping she wouldn't drop out and hit for the cycle. And would make sure she got in all four yearbooks as a freshman. Did you know her? Yeah, she lived down the street from me. Did she get into porn later? She got into drugs later. I know that. What's she was wait? She was the... Uh, <laughs> What's the wait? <laughs> You're already in high school. Done a lot sooner, it's the right? one really time often. that you can really do a lot of drugs without anyone getting too mad at you. It's the tale of Idiot Kathy. The nickname <laughs> probably really hurt her. I think she did time, too. <laughs> All right, let's stop running her down. Really? She's a person. lady. Come <laughs> no, on. She's probably driving down like this. Idiot Kathy. I did my best. You know what? Maybe she had trouble at home. You don't know. 
She did have trouble at home. Yeah, see, I <laughs> couldn't fail anybody if I was a teacher. I'd actually say everybody passes. And I'd get that out of the way first day. <laughs> like, don't get hung up on the homework. I, my school was so easy that, you know how you hear people said we did papers or something like that? Yeah, you never had to do papers? I don't even know what that means. <laughs> what? Someone says you I, never wrote I a paper, never wrote a paper on one. Really? What? No. You graduated high school never writing a paper? Never wrote a paper. I never had a pen. I didn't take <laughs> any books in school. No. Sometimes on Fridays I would go like this. Hey, smart girl, fill this out for me, would you? Write in some of the things. I go, get some of them wrong, too. I don't want to fucking come in here. People asking me questions. <laughs> you didn't have to do like current events homework on Sunday night. You had to read the that. Times, cut out an article, summarize it. No. no nothing? Nothing. Well, you That's didn't need crazy. it anyway. It's not like you write now. No, I just... You don't need to write. You just I speak. do the same thing. That, like, what I would do, everybody else was going to school. I'd sometimes go in the homeroom. Then me and my friends would cut out and then do this. Exactly what we're doing right now. Except for we'd be passing a joint around or drinking or whatever. But we would be just bullshit. I brought that, too. Yeah? It's in my purse. Yeah. Good. <laughs> but you only brought five. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Chris. You're in the other oh. room. <laughs> Esther Koo is here with us. She's headed to Florida Thursday, March 27th through Sunday, March 30th at the Off the Hook Comedy Club on Marco Island in Florida at Esther Cuckoo on Twitter. And Jeffrey Gurian's here with us. Do you live in uh, Florida? I live in Miami. Actually, I know a friend of yours. Who's that? Mikey Panzika. Mikey, well, you would like Mikey. Mikey was, uh, he was a guy who... And another friend, video Wait, let video him tell Mitch. you why. I want to know why video I would Mitch like I Mikey. I just saw the other day. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> video Mitch lives in New York, right? Yeah. Yeah, how do you know Video Mitch? Um, he's an editor on Girl Code, and I'm on, that, oh, I'm on Girl yeah, Code on yeah. MTV. Well, Video Mitch I knew from Florida because he had a video camera. This is how... Easy it was to get over in Florida. Yeah. If you had a video camera, it's like, hey, I guess he's in movies. And all the, <laughs> by the way, see, I went from that to easy Florida. It's an easy place. But Mikey is a guy. Uh, you know the movie uh, made in '94, the, the Shawshank Redemption. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mikey went to that prison. It was like a drug thing. And then he was one of those guys that as he, an inmate. You mean he yeah, went to as that an prison? Inmate. Oh, I thought you yeah. meant as a school project. No, or something. <laughs> he actually was in there. And then he was one of those guys that not only did he kick drugs, but he had, went on to be a counselor. And he's like this brilliant guy. That's how I know him. He's my drug counselor. Is he really? No. Oh, okay. Because <laughs> he does. That's what he does. I'm not. I'm not ready to give up yet. But. Um, we do a podcast together out of Florida, but he's on at different times, so I never got to really meet him. Wait a minute, you do a podcast? Yeah. How come I don't know that you do a podcast? I don't know. I never came up. It's called I'm Another guest. Time I, I, I Met you. Woody Allen. <laughs> <laughs> Unusual news. <laughs> Why are you a ball buster today, Shelby? I don't know. Twice he mentioned Sorry. he met Woody Allen. Yeah. For anybody who didn't hear it the first yeah. time. That's what it was. <laughs> <laughs> so what do you do on your podcast? I do Unusual News. Yeah. Th- stories missed by mainstream media. Yeah, so you you you're on the same thing as Mikey, but you've never met him. No, because he's on at different times, and he's in Florida, I believe. Right? He's in Florida. Right? He's in Florida. Yeah, it's yeah. a podcast. York, you can so listen to in. it at any time. You're uh, you should go. Uh, you're going down to Florida soon, right? Yeah, I'm going down for the South Beach Comedy Festival. Nice. You ought to hook up with him. I definitely will. That's one of my plans. Is to go I and see those guys. I got a lot of friends in uh, Florida. 
Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, I, I do. The Dougie Almeida is the guy who does the show, and Michael Penzik is one of the regulars. So, yeah, it should be fun. All right, so it's not your podcast. You're just on no, the I'm podcast. No, I'm a guest. I'm okay. a regular guest, yeah. South yeah. Beach Comedy Festival is coming up April, April 1st. You're going you're gonna to give us calls from there, right? I am. I'm going to call you guys every day, whether you like it or not. <laughs> How come Esther's not playing that? She's a Florida girl. I don't you know, know. I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to Rochester that weekend. Oh, oh, that's why. You're going April 1st? Yeah. yeah, that same week. April 1st to the 6th. Now, can I believe you, or is this another April Fool's thing that you do? He always does great. No, no. I created a whole festival just as a joke, right? <laughs> yeah, gonna leave I, I did the whole thing. I got Chelsea Handler to agree. Oh, it's all a joke. Do you see the Chelsea yeah. Handler p- uh, piece where she was fighting with Pierce Morgan? No. no. Oh, God, she was just brutal to him. Really? She was a guest on about? his show. Yeah. What was it about? They're basically saying you're terrible as an interviewer. She just sat there, just just laid the best. She said that to him, or he said yeah, that to he her. He said it to her. She said, he said Wait, it to he her. That she's no. she said it to him. She said it that, to him. That, yeah. that he's a terrible interviewer. Yeah. She is so funny. Her yeah. books are hilarious. Well, the thing is, no one called up to say, "Oh, Pierce, you are a good interviewer." <laughs> <laughs> She was in New York this week at Madison Square Garden on her uh, Uganda Be Kidding Me tour. She's got that. She's like a. Yeah, she's gigantic. Five bestsellers. It's her fifth mm. book. Amazing. So she's, she's going to be doing that in. Uh, probably. Yeah, she's going to be doing that uh, at the South Beach Comedy Festival. Got a couple of shows. Would you still be. If you had like her kind of money, would you still be doing weekends different places? Or would you just be like, I'm done? I love doing weekends different places. That's where you collect the love and then you put it in your pocket. And open it back up. See, I, I can't feel love, so I don't know what that's yeah. like. I don't I'm, have those yeah. kind of emotions. Not, not real love. It's no. like metaphorical. Yeah, I don't even understand that. Love from strangers. Mm-mm. It's nothing you ever aspire to. No, not at all, really. That's why you stopped doing stand-up, right? Yeah, I mean, it just doesn't matter to me whether it's here or out there. It doesn't make any difference. Like sitting here. Well, this is all I did last night with Voss and Barney. And the fact that people were laughing and stuff. I'm like, I know they're laughing when they're listening anyway, so it's fine. Why do I have to leave my house? <laughs> See, you're more confident. You have that self-esteem that because, everybody in your family has. Well, it's because I we, need didn't that care, live we didn't care about school. Yeah. I need that. You life. need to be graded. You need to be graded by them. Where you're, I not can people, sit, you're not a people pleaser. That's well, it. I you can sit here yourself, in an empty right? room and go like this. I'm doing great. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't realize That's something it. to aspire to. What about to? you, Fez? You, you actually perform better when people come in. Yeah, yeah, that happens to me. I don't, I, I'm not sure what the difference is, but... You can see them. Yeah, I, it may be something like, that simple some for my mom. Some sensitive to energy. You feed off the energy and it inspires you. I get that. That's you, a cool thing. Why can't you pick up the energy when they're not there, though? You know they're listening. I know they're there. Yeah, I don't know. It just uh, something weird happens and the anxiety kicks in. I mean, the anxiety's there anyway, live. When does the anxiety kick in? When no one's there or when someone is there? Oh, it's all the time. All right, I don't understand that. Yeah. He has anxiety. We uh, all have anxiety, don't we? You don't, ha- you don't have anxiety. I don't know. Do I? I mean, what, what is there? Let me say. Hmm. What what are you guys anxious about? I'm anxious about anything. If the phone rings in my apartment, I jump off the couch because I think it's something horrible's happened. Mm-hmm. All right, I'm going to call you more. <laughs> Don't. <laughs> and caller ID doesn't help, right? No, 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 no. Because you think there's bad news. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think. Uh, yeah, doom and gloom. Something. But see, that may, here's what I think. I think you want bad news. I think you want there to be something dramatic. You know what I mean? I think you want to hear that somebody's sick or been hit by a car or whatever it is. No, I don't. I think you like drama. 
I may like drama, but I don't like I don't like you know being scared by the phone ringing. Sometimes it comes from how you were raised. If you were taught, if you were not taught that the world is a safe place, things make you nervous. Yeah. Do you, but the world isn't a safe place. It's not so, a safe place. No, so why worry about it that. though? When people say so, they're scared of death, I'm always like, that's being a, like being a scared of birth. There's nothing you can possibly do. <laughs> you about can't it. do anything. About it. Yeah, I mean, if weird, you really but. think about it. The only places where you can be hurt is when you're something. You know what I mean? Like, you're not scared about what happened before you were born. You weren't injured by anything then. It's the second that you were born. When, Unless you believe in afterlives when, or, bef- or, you know, recurrent lives. But are just, you open to that? Why wouldn't you remember it? You know what I mean? Like, are you saying that you could have existed before you were born? Mm-hmm. Yeah. In then a prior how dumb, existence. Then how dumb that we're doing this now with no knowledge. You would think that a baby would be born and go like this. Good, I can get back to my papers now well, and start, a, start my work. There is a <laughs> concept about on. that, that babies are born with all the knowledge in the world. But by the time they learn to speak, they forgot it. They carry this wisdom with them. What? Well, if they have uh-huh. all the knowledge, how would you never forget it? Look, I, I was given the ability to do healing. I was only seven years old. I, no one taught me that. It just came to me. I just knew that I could take away pain with my hands, which is a weird thing for a child to know. Sometimes you hear about these three-year-old child piano prodigies, that they're amazing. They have this incredible talent. It just comes naturally. It makes sense that it could be a carryover from a previous existence. And nobody knows if that's true or not, but it's arrogant to say that you know that it isn't. I actually was somewhat of a uh, like a prodigy in slacking. Like as and a it kid, came from a previous life. Yeah, you're, like you're I wasn't well-known really slacker. been lazy. <laughs> like really, I could spend seven hours doing nothing and be comfortable. And be comfortable. And I think it. that's why you guys feel more anxiety. Is like you think you should be doing something else or doing mm-hmm. it better. Where I'm more like, this is pretty great. Just sitting here next to the road, having a smoke. Yeah, you're you right. Know? That's why we have anxiety because we always had somebody yelling at us like, yes. you should be doing this, you should be doing that. Why aren't you doing something? Get off your ass. Why don't you start yelling at other people like that? Like, bring that shit to me. <laughs> right. Yeah. I like to. I like to treat the world like I'm at a Denny's and just tell people what I need immediately. <laughs> Treat everyone like they're a waitress at right. Denny's. And bring it to me. Bring it to me right away. <laughs> I got, I'm in a real hurry. Yeah. Get me a cup of coffee. <laughs> and people will then bring you a cup of coffee. They're like, he needs it. Yeah, He's right. just asking for it. You, so, do your parents know that you're in therapy? No, I haven't. I don't really talk to them. So they don't know. Because I haven't actually, told right, them. You haven't met them. <laughs> I'm going to give it. <laughs> I want to give them a call. It's a very casual relationship. Are you going to call them? Yeah. Are you in a relationship now? Are you with a? I am. Now, how's that relationship working out for you? It's great. It's it? great. Yeah. Are you protective of it? You've been in it for a long time. I have. I've been in it for three years. Yeah. I met him at a comedy show in Brooklyn. He's not a comedian. He's a no. He's not a comedian. More of a hipster. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> he does have a beard. He does have a beard. beard. Yeah. yeah. But um, an but. assortment. Of <laughs> but if you're in a good relationship, right? Right. And you're happy where your career is. You got a terrific I career. Am, I am so happy in my life right now. Like I didn't used to be happy. My life used to be a mess. I didn't used to do laundry. I didn't used. You know what I mean? Like I grew up in like a hoarder's house. Like my parents are crazy. Like I went home and I cleaned my mom's bedroom <laughs> and I threw out like paperwork from like 1989. And it was just disgusting, right? <laughs> really? Yeah. And and then I went to therapy, and my therapist is like, "Why did you clean your parents' room?" Because after, 
You know what I mean? Because yeah. after all the like horrible stories I tell her, I, I, she's I, like, why would you do something nice for me? I always say that to Fez. Stories? Fez uh, says, oh, my mother did this and that. And then, then he, she'll come to New York and he waits on her hands and foot and takes her to Mike Huckabee and sits next to her where Mike Huckabee says gay marriage <laughs> is wrong and everyone in the room claps. And Fez <laughs> is on TV as part of the audience. And I'm like, why are you still trying to please her? We it's torture the, ourselves. Right? Yeah, it's why still yeah. trying to get the approval. Right? But why yeah, can, always, do you always. take responsibility for the fact that it's crazy to go back and clean someone's room who was mean to you or tried to take your mom to a place that is not Maybe we feel marriage? obligated. Do you feel obligated, Fez? Um, I don't know if I feel obligated as much as like guilty or something. Mm-hmm. What are you guilty about? I don't know because well, you were saying with like cleaning the house and stuff. I know my mother always had we we adopted the McDonald's policy in my house where if you have time to lean, you have time to clean. So yeah. you were constantly supposed to be doing something around the house supposed if you weren't doing homework. Yeah, I know you lived in a McDonald's. <laughs> But see that, see again, look how quickly you go back to carry that story like it's a badge of honor. And that's not what I asked you. I said, why do you still go back and try to think? But you find comfort in, look how bad my childhood was too. Instead of saying, yeah, I don't know why I did that. I'm never going to do it again. Fuck it. It's in the past. It's in the past. Why do you hold on to it and bring it up and just like, look, everybody, it's so this was ingrained. horrible. It's so deeply fucking ingrained. But on some level, you want to try to change it. My mother kept me in a crib till I was six and a half years old. Can you imagine? Six I think she, years old. if I'm going to be honest here, Jeffrey, <laughs> yeah. I think she let you out a little too early. <laughs> I think if she had kept me for another <laughs> six months. But see, everyone, do, do you not take responsibility for the part that I... You want to be told you're a good boy, right? Yeah, still. Mm-hmm. Still you're waiting a, to hear it. Guess what? You're a good boy. Put it fucking behind you. Now stop it. Men don't need to be told that they're a but good boy. But he doesn't want to hear it from you, Ron. He, he wants ain't, to. He ain't going to hear it from her. Right. She doesn't have it in her. Anymore. So he should just move on is what yes. you're saying. Shit literally does happen. But he can only move on if you adopt him. And you become his dad. <laughs> but I don't think... I think what he really wants is to not be pleased, to still tell these painful fucking stories and still make a big deal out of them rather than saying, that is something that went down that way. When something is so deeply ingrained, it just takes a lot of work to let it go. It doesn't. It's not an overnight process. That's a lot about what the book is about that I'm talking about, that you have to really work on yourself to change the way you think. Changing your mind. It's Here's a, my it's motto. A process. Let it go. Let it go. Let it go. <laughs> Let it go. Frozen song. But seriously, I think people want not to let it go. The fact that you are saying let it go, right, means it's not stuck to you. You are clinging to it. Right. You have to You're be willing to let it go. You're holding on to right. it. You have to be willing. And Fez loves to tell mean stories about his mom. And quite frankly, I think he loves when his mom comes up here and is mean to him. And I think almost like a bottom, he loves having to go to Huckabee, mm. hearing bad things about gay marriage and sitting in his <laughs> shame. And I bet he even pees himself a little. Since <laughs> I have not peed myself at Fox News. But don't you think there's something to the fact that you love being humiliated by her? There's something, there's something to it where I don't change it, where I, it keeps happening, where I keep thinking... You know, 
do something nice for her to please her. I'm willing to say this. I bet she's told you that you're good, and you've chosen to ignore it. Because what you really like is the other thing. What you really like is to not get what you want. That's where you find your comfort in. And that's what you then got to say. Why do I find comfort in that? You know, mm-hmm. because it's our natural state of being. We just want to. We just crawl back to that. But, That's all we know, maybe. But now you've been open to other things. It's like suppose the only place you ever were taking your whole life was McDonald's, right? But then someone took you out to other restaurants, Burger King. Yeah, to Burger <laughs> King. They took you to to Steak and Shake. They took you on. A, and then you kept going back, back to McDonald's. To McDonald's and still, then you'd yeah. say, but that's all I know. But we know you know more than that. You have a nice boyfriend that loves you, right? Right. He loves you. But you're not telling stories about that. It's back to mean mommy and mean daddy. They threw plates. We love that thing. That is kind of our comfort we want, food. What, maybe we want people to feel bad for us. All right. Guess what? I do. I feel bad for you. Do you be? Do, can if you could get in a time machine and give the, get that ice cream back when you got those C's <laughs> and your parents took you out for ice cream when I got straight A's and like I just was spared a spanking? Would would you go back and give me that ice cream? I would give you that. You know, here's the thing: I would probably bypass you and give it to some kid in Africa that was starving to death. <laughs> because no matter what, there are so many people that had it worse than all of us. Mm-hmm. But wait, you got a spanking? But self-centered. You can't. Yeah, but not only did we get spanked, but we got, like, shamed while getting spanked. Like, I have brothers, and, like, my parents would pull our pants down and then spank us on our bare asses in front of, you know what I mean? Like, in front of... In front of a company. Yeah, in front of other people. It's like, so we're going to embarrass you and hit you. All right, here's what I want you to do. I'm going to give you my phone number, and I want you to tell these stories to me late at night, very, very quietly. Sometimes I'll go like this. Okay, time to hang up. And it'll just be gone. <laughs> <laughs> well, I always like it when a guy warns me. So yeah, thanks. Now, do you? But do you get sexually turned on now by spanking? No, I don't. Some women do because of shit that happened to them when they were younger. Yeah, I don't understand that. I yeah. don't understand women who stay in relationships where the boyfriend hits them. You know, but I a just... spanking for fun thing is different. Yeah, no, it's different. You never played I, that. I you... like to be the spanker. Uh huh. Yeah, I spank. I spank. Him. Your bearded boyfriend? Yeah. You know? Because there's something like, it's like now I have the power. Now your daddy. I could hit him. Now your daddy. Yeah. What age did they spank you till, though? 30? Uh, (laughs) 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 Till, um, till, gosh, I don't remember. Till. 14, maybe? Oh, 15, boy, it's a great you know? story. A great visual. Huh? Oh, yeah, it is. <laughs> I could see that the wheels turning. No, but the problem with spanking your children is that you teach your children that the only way to curb somebody's behavior is through violence. Through capital so then, punishment. So then yeah. my brothers, they would start hitting and punching and everything, and I'm just this girl, you know, and I'm in the middle of this fight between my brothers. You, you have know? four brothers? Or you have I have sister, three though? brothers. And a little sister. So so it's just like, it just promotes more violence. Do you know what I mean? Sure. So it's just like constant, like, wrestle matches. Well, there is a thing of people that uh, grew up in an abusive thing have more of a tendency to be abusers. You know? Like Fez said, he hates everything uh, that happened. But when he yells at our interns, he uses the same language that his mom Use it to him. He calls them assholes and little pieces of shit. <laughs> and he screams at them and tells them that they're worthless. And I'm like, hey, where does that weird rap ever come from? And he goes, my mom said that to me. So there's something, again, 
comforting in that for him. There, that's why I'm looking for interns so I could yell at them. Yeah, it's the greatest. <laughs> you know, where'd you get yours? Yeah, uh, we get them from these people down the hall. They just hand them to us and we yell at them. <laughs> and tell them hey Jeffrey, let's go down the hall. <laughs> <laughs> Esther Coos here with us. Uh, grade her and judge her at the Off the Hook Comedy Club on Marco Island Thursday, twenty uh, March twenty seventh through the thirtieth at Esther Cuckoo K U K U on Twitter and Jeffrey Gurian's here. ComedyMattersTV.com and at Jeffrey Gurian on Twitter. You thought that that tie-in was going to work for you. I thought it would. And it did before the first time you did it. I didn't realize I did it before. Remember the thing, the the first times you started to do those and it was killing? Oh, oh, I thought you meant today. No, no, it was the first time today. But it's always this thing he likes to take something out of the conversation, put it there, (laughs) so that when it didn't get the big laugh. Yeah, I didn't get it. Why'd you tell my Woody Allen story? Yeah. (laughs) Oh, shit! Long and fucking boring, right? <laughs> That's a great story. I love it. I love that story. It was a, it was a weird, yeah. Um, you know, your name came up in a meeting that I was in yesterday with Gil, and he wants to steal you away from us and start and do your um, your jump around bit. Start cleaning the office here? No, he wants working? you to. He wants you to start recording with his people. Oh, really? And play it throughout the day, so it's like a positive. Oh, that's a cool thing. Yeah, that's a cool thing. As you long must, as it's cool with you. And I've told you before, I would never. I never would put any ownership over I'm you. I'm very loyal. I went. I know, but I gotta, you, <laughs> I can but, have your okay. Yes, yeah. you. Everybody here. Chris has my. Chris is. Oh, by the way, Chris, I don't know whether you saw this on Riotcast, no. but not Riotcast on Twitter. But your buddy Chris yeah. was very hurt by yesterday's <laughs> show, and very hurt with a Mr. Fez Watley, who he said he's only been treated uh, with respect. I said there was no such thing as a sidekick, right? Mm-hmm. That no everyone thinks of themselves as the star of their own movie. Mm-hmm. And then Fez said that this guy Chris, who's Chris's friend, is a sidekick, and it hurt his feelings. He's a carbon copy of Chris. If I was going to pick a si- if that, Chris had a sidekick, that's who I would pick. But he he's from Brooklyn and he has a New York accent himself, and that's all you're saying. <laughs> He's just he's, my friend who I grew up with. He's a well-known chef. He's yeah. funny in his own way. He's got his place in the world. And you're saying, he's just like the other guy. It's like <laughs> it's like a weird white stereotype that you laid on him. It's proven the sidekick is a derogatory term. Yes, I, just, I, didn't, I, throw it out there. I didn't think that. I thought it's cool to be somebody's sidekick. Well, yeah. when it came up that Fez is my sidekick, he got furious about it. <laughs> really? Yeah, and he goes, "We are. I am not your sidekick. I don't think any. Do, who do you think is like a real life sidekick? Um, like Andy, every co-host Andy on the Richter. show, Andy Richter, and yeah, Andy or, Richter or, 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 is a legitimate sidekick. Sidekick. Yeah. Jimmy Fallon's guy, or um, Chelsea Handler's a little midget Mexican Chew- guy. Well, some Chewy. of these people yeah. are announcers, not sidekicks. Chewy is a sidekick. No, but they stay on for the whole show with them. They're, they, I don't know. I just look at them as a sidekick. I never thought of it as a, a derogatory well, term. Real life, do you think that Kramer is Jerry sidekick? Because I think in real life, Kramer thought to himself, Jerry's only in a portion of my life. I go out and do other things, and this is the only time I come over here. No, for them, I would just talk about them as friends. To me, a sidekick is somebody that you work with, that you're always with, that you just hang out with. A sidekick I, isn't I allowed like to... A friend. Yeah, because I think Kramer's different. They're actors, you know? But like, Well, we're talking about the characters. Yeah. I'm not talking about Michael Richards in his <laughs> <laughs> bomb-dropping way. I guess he could be a sidekick. In a way. 
Quiz. Yeah. Who's your sidekick? I don't have a sidekick. Who's Shelby's sidekick? Vito. <laughs> you don't even have that. Norice could be like his sidekick who's constantly busts his balls. That's more like sexual tension. She likes you and you and you refuse to acknowledge it. What do you mean likes? Likes. Like thinks that you're an attractive person would be with you. I highly doubt that. She said she doesn't like white dudes. No, she said she's never been with a white she's guy. She's just playing hard to get, Shelby. Yeah. It's the dance, Shelby. Well, I, uh, the eternal dance between men and women. forbidden dance. It's not the Lombada. Producer <laughs> relationship. I know, but she's not going to be an intern forever. That's right. It's coming up. You could be her first white guy. Or are you intimidated about that? Break the seal show. Are you worried about having that little Pittsburgh penis after she dated <laughs> black guys and Dominicans? <laughs> oh, God. Both going to deal with this. You uh, can always just fist her. That is a great <laughs> idea. If she doesn't feel anything with your Shelby Nader. <laughs> Shelby Nader? Yeah. Good word. Who's my sidekick? Chris, it's Fez. Do you oh. think you're a sidekick? And and uh, Chris number two is your sidekick. He's not a sidekick. He's my friend. Then why do you say he's called Chris two, number two? Yeah. I, you, can't, that. you can't be a sidekick if your name's in the title. It's the Ron and Fez show. I know that's true. So you're not his sidekick. Thank you, Esther. You know what I mean? Because it's not the Conan O'Brien and Andy Richter show, right? So that's the only thing for if you. This was titles. The, is it? Yeah. Stay true to your title, man. <laughs> if you want Fez to be your sidekick, just call this the Ron Show. Well, it's too short. But also, it's Batman and Robin. Batman and Robin. That's a phrase. Batman and Robin. Mm, she's got a point there. He said she. He was called Chris She. Yeah, because Chris is a girl. Can I just tell you, I'm not hung up on fucking sexual identity on the gender. way you are. Yeah. All right? so it's a show about, about diversity. What am I? He's a genderist. <laughs> If I had to say anything about you, you're a girl with a, a slightly large clit. That's all I would say about you, Shelby. Why don't you take your hat off so we can see what your hair looks like today? Show it off. When you don't Christ. wash your hair, is my favorite time to see you. Uh, little boy head. Why can't you be happy with little boy head? The only if if he he'll like wet his hair and, and wave it. But my favorite is when you come in with little boy hair. Oh, I don't want. Why would you want little boy you, hair? Take your hat off for a second. <laughs> yeah, it makes it makes him hard. <laughs> it's like no. I'll just say this: I no one's hair looks like that after the age of twelve. <laughs> yeah, it's beautiful. It is. It's gorgeous. And it, it like stays put after you took your hat off. Yeah, it still has life. You it's could it's be nice and thick. You could be one of Angelina yeah. Jolie's biological kids. Look that at would him. Be so I great. Love that. What if one day I just look up and Angelina and Brad were here and they went like this? I want to thank you for being so nice to our son. <laughs> <laughs> that would be the best day of my life. How amazing would it that could be? Happen. Yeah. No, you know how like everyone acts like movie stars are just like everyone. It's just a regular guy. It's a movie star. One day I come walking out of here and Brad Pitt had that movie open up where he's fighting zombies, right? So he was just driving around in the neighborhood. It was the day they were promoting it. And he fucking hops out of the car and he's got this like long blonde hair that's shining and everyone going crazy and taking pictures and I'm like that fucking dude is different man yes I don't know exactly. what he is but he's different well most men don't care about their hair most men have no they don't have a hair style or whatever they wear their hair like they're embarrassed for having any 
That's an interesting you outlook. You say that but with true. your hair. <laughs> well, I, 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 happen, I happen to care about it. He cares I, I about his hair. I, I, I'm saying most men, they don't give a fuck. They're like, let me cut it as short as I can so no one will notice. I'm sorry I have hair. And I'll wear it in a way that no one notices, you know? In the army, the first thing they do is shave off your hair because your hair is your identity. Mm -hmm. It makes a statement about Wait, you. Wait, um, I, I can't tell when Fez is talking because, like, I'll hear something come up, but, like, his lips don't move. <laughs> like me. I know. That I don't know mustache, when I'm on the that I mustache is covered. Then I hear his yeah. voice. It's really weird. When you hear him, you know he's talking. Right, <laughs> yes. yeah. But are you doing it, Fez, or are you a ventriloquist? You ought to be a ventriloquist right now. Oh, I could totally Let's cheat my way through right that. Let's see right now. Hi, Mr. Crow. You don't even have to do that with the mouth. You can speak regular. Just speak regular and do that. Hi, Esther Koo. How are you? You wouldn't want to do the whole puppet thing. <laughs> His mustache is longer than my bush hair. Shit. Well, you don't have the, any. <laughs> how would you know that, Jeffrey? <laughs> I have how no idea. How close are you with your comedians that you would know that? I have no idea. I'm getting a phone call. <laughs> Jeffrey Gurion with another oh, hot you're tip. Still, you're still doing that bit? <laughs> you moved on. Can you say the leg move? Can you see the hair move? The hair movement is good. By the, the time movement. she brought up Bush, we were done with you. <laughs> Anything that you had was in the past, like whatever abuse you thought you felt. The Cubans killed Kennedy. What? <laughs> he got you there, Fez. He fucking got you good. I don't see how with his bedhead. That isn't a bedhead. That's perfect hair. He should He's, be humiliated. He just feels... No, that's it perfect no hair. gel. But you just feel like it makes you look too young. Yeah. What's wrong with looking young? You could, uh... Put yourself out there for some cougars. You don't like the cougars. Well, I already look young. I don't want to look even younger. Why don't you try to do like keep your hair like that? Walk up to a fucking schoolyard and just try to fit in with the rest of the class. <laughs> just get in a line somewhere. Go get some free chocolate milk for yourself. Get milk and cookies. <laughs> How about that Zach S? You right, guys? <laughs> Screw that kid. And recess over. When I look at Shelby, I just want to do his makeup. Yeah, you should. Right? He yeah. has like high cheekbones. He's got. I know. Have yeah. it all, just wrong gender. When uh, we were playing the Stones earlier, you know, when we were playing the Stones earlier, we made him do Mick, and he didn't want to do it, but he started. But if that's what I look like, I'd be doing Mick Jagger constantly. He that's imitates what, Mick. Yeah. Do Not it. he doesn't do it happily though. <laughs> that's as much as he would do. But we were so happy. You must do it at home, right? Sometimes. No. <laughs> Who's farting and what for? I busted a butt on me trousers. He won't do it. No, he won't do it at all. Doing a making impression? Yeah. Yeah, you know how much money oh, you can make? He's amazing, right? Mm. Touring You're the a Jagger fan? Right. Fuck yeah. Absolutely, right? Best rock and roll band in the world. Still. We actually got a trend. We got the, the, well, we were number two today. We weren't number one in America for Keith Richards' children's book. He's putting out a children's book. Are you serious, really? Yeah. <laughs> Read off some of the ones that people sent in today on Twitter, Shelby. How about a diary of a bad trip? <laughs> oh, that's stupid. <laughs> Try to pick out funny ones. Hey, kids, my balls have extra wrinkles. That doesn't, that's not a good one. Let's give off some of the good ones here. Some of the good ones that you got written down on that paper. Some of the ones that you're looking for winners. So green eggs and hash. That's cute. Start me up with a good breakfast. Mm, Hashtag Keith Richards Kids Book. It didn't work out. I mean, earlier today we were all <laughs> excited about it. We're, it's on. It's on the delivery, Chris. 
Oh, the places you'll buy blow. Hashtag Keith Richards. Kids books. Is this one of the greatest fucking radio songs? Absolutely, man. Unbelievable. Get to this day. No. Satisfaction. Jagger's amazing. He's on stage. He's like he's 20 years old, man. I have this memory of being like a little kid, like a really little kid. Mm-hmm. And my sister's like 11 years older than me. And she was, her and her friends were dancing around to this song. And it was the first time that I'm like, oh, wow, girls. You know what I mean? I was like really little. But I'm like, this is fucking great. That these girls. And I decided, this is a weird thing. I was like, I'm going to stay really quiet about this so I can stay here while they're dancing. <laughs> and every time you hear this song, it brings that it's back, It's a very right? fucking sexy cellular song memory. to me. Yeah. yeah, cellular memory. That's it. It's embedded. Those things are fascinating. Nineteen sixty three. No, no, no. no. Sixty five. Sixty two would have been sixty five, yeah. Sixty five? Sixty three, there was no Beatles, no Stones. That's true. That's yet. when the Beatles came over in sixty three. Sixty five must have been, yeah. We're fifty years now. Fifty years since the uh, the Beatles. The Beatles were on Ed Sullivan, yeah. Yeah. I just love seeing the Stones perform. Mick is just amazing. Constant are you are you a Beatles? Did you have to say a Beatles guy or a Stones guy? Stones for sure. Beach Boys. I respect the you Beatles. You like the Beach Boys? I'm a Beach oh, Boys girl. Beach Boys. Yeah, I like the Beach I Boys. I love the Beach Boys. the Beach Boys. Always, always did. Fun, fun, fun. But we're all in bands that were like... The Pet Sounds the album was time. one of the best albums ever. 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 Of all time. All right, what's going to be a Saturday for you? Saturday. Brian Wilson dies, Paul McCartney dies. Brian Wilson. I don't know if either... You won't be sad with either. <laughs> what? Fuck them. I don't know. It'll be weird. I don't know that I would be sad. You won't be. You I won't will be, be very sad. affected if if it was Jagger or somebody like that. All right. So all right, my I'll favorite g- of the Beatles was probably is probably Ringo, I think. All right. So Ringo dies, or the Beach what? Boys unknown drummer dies. I forget <laughs> who was it. Who's left? Who's left in the Beach Boys? <laughs> Mike Love and and what's his name? We're at a Friars Roast not too long ago. Mike Love, I'll be happy when he dies because <laughs> of all the mean things. How he's done. about um that guy from Full House who plays drums? John Stamos. John Stamos, John Stamos plays with the Beach Saturday, Boys. Saturday, John oh. Stamos dies or. No, John Stamos well, is too good-looking to the die. Other guys on this John show? Stamos Dave is too good-looking to die. <laughs> die. He can't, Dave Coulier dies. That's why he should die now. He's really good-looking. he's good so good-looking? Yeah. He still James Dean, that yeah. shit? James just what? James Dean it, so die when you're young. Right. Yeah. And make everybody think. Yeah. Nice-looking Or just corpse. fake your death and see how, how sad people get. Like Paulie Shore did. my funeral. And then come back. Did you see that movie, Paulie Shore is dead? I, I, I no. got five bucks that says this. When I die, Chris isn't coming to my fucking funeral. I'll be there. You know that. I'm sorry you didn't show up last night, Chris. I know. I was here. Seriously. <laughs> it was a fucking heartbreaker. <laughs> Feel bad. Um, Fez, you don't like any music. No. <laughs> None. Oh my god, you don't <laughs> listen to music? Never Not have. Yes. What do you mean? No? <laughs> like, I what? get nothing out of it. I just yeah. nothing out. Uh, really? Yeah. Even as a kid, you weren't into music. You never no. listened. I tried so to fake my way through it a yeah. lot of times, but no. And knowing I just, the names of the cool songs. I don't even think I went that no, far. Trying to fake just, my way. You through never it. like got high, tried to listen to all the lines of harmony. Got high, but never listened to music. No. Wow. That would have just that bothered me. That's all what I an do, interesting life. To music. That's so interesting. So what'd you do? <laughs> it's the opposite of interesting. <laughs> you sat and stared at no, a wall. No, it's just, it's, it just, it's fascinating. Everybody has a way that he they He sits develop. on his couch like putty, and then the phone rings, he cries. Do you watch TV? <laughs> <laughs> I watched a lot of TV as a kid, yeah. Yeah, but he wouldn't only come on after the theme song. <laughs> 
He should put his hat back on. He looks great. I thought you liked him. No. Oh, God. <laughs> you know, you've done plugs today, huh, Fez? You refuse? Esther Koo is going to be at the Off the Hook Comedy Club on Marco Island. That's in Florida, March 27th through the 30th. At Esther Koo on Twitter. And Jeffrey Gurian's here. ComedyMattersTV.com and at Jeffrey Gurian. Now, um, do you live in Brooklyn now? No, I, I live in Miami now. But you still keep your Brooklyn boyfriend? Um, no, I I took him with me to Miami. Yeah, but uh, I do have a storage unit here. I visit my things. That's nice, isn't it? To have yeah. a storage unit somewhere else. Such it a is, warm it's feeling. Like, it's have like a, a storage unit. It's like a, a time unit. capsule. Yeah. I go back there and I clean out like my journals. Yeah, you know, I throw, I like rip out pages that I don't need anymore. I'm like, those jokes suck. And then uh, I just I just do you know ma- <laughs> monthly maintenance on my storage unit. <laughs> That's so nice. Is it nice? You visit your past. Yeah, it is my past. I visit my belongings and then I give stuff away to my friends because I don't, I don't, you know, like to throw stuff away. Mm. What about you, Jeffrey? You keep your memories like that? Oh shit! Yeah, I have. I'm crazy. Like I have stuff from kindergarten. I have like I like to reminisce. <laughs> I have stuff from so far back. But I can yeah. reminisce in my own mind. I don't need to see yeah. stuff. No, I but have the, ADD. The, I have to. I I, I have. Rem- I need reminders. I keep my have you closets ever seen, are filled with pictures. Have and, you ever seen the 65th Street hoarder? That even he hoards stuff into cars that he has. And now oh, I read about that. The guy who yeah, is being evicted. He lives in my neighborhood. Yeah, really? Yeah. And he's like a. People don't believe me, but he's kind of like a normal guy. Well, when he's you somebody see him on the famous. Street. His son, Tex McCrary, or his, that, James his, Falkenberg. His those names? parents invented the talk show. Yeah, there was exactly. no such thing as a names, talk right? show what? before his parents. So he grew up. Like his parents were like from the 1930s, and they were the first people in the radio to go, let's just start talking to each other and not mm-hmm. play big band music and talk about what we did last night. But it was on the radio, right? Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. And then I think they eventually did television, like early television. Well, it's a long time ago. He's 65 years old. Yeah. I saw it in the paper yesterday. It was a picture of the guy Here's in the his thing. apartment. Holding he's his- a very healthy 65-year-old guy. Like he's strong as fuck. Mm-hmm. And he's, he does, you wouldn't even say. Well, he hasn't worked his whole life. Well, you would think that he was 25 years younger, but sometimes his apartment is so packed that I'll see him sleeping out front. Mm-hmm. Not crazy. Yeah, it's no. I crazy. keep I keep a lot of stuff, but it's neat. I keep it in boxes and I label the boxes and I never look at them. But just I need to know that they're there. That's hoarding, dude. It is really. That's hoarding. <laughs> it's another sickness that I yeah. have. Right? It's organized like hoarding. Yeah. I can't you throw it that, away. The, the day I throw it away, the, the next from when day, he's a little kid. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, and I, and I keep material things. So I always think I'm going to need it. You're going to need a fucking rattle. Yeah, exactly. I don't know. I keep old ch- memories, old stuff that I've done, tickets from things, passes. Hold on to it. I don't know why. I never do. What you about you, do? Chris? I want to live like goddamn Cole in True Detective, where there's nothing in the apartment. I have like a box of pictures. Spartan. Yeah, you exactly. Live like a Spartan. Yeah. I have a box of pictures from like I took a bunch of pictures from like 2001 and 2003, and that's it. Everything else I just fucking chuck. What was it really? about that 2001? I have no idea. I, just, I will tell you right now, know. because I took up photography in 2001, 
And I was like, oh, this is great. I'm just taking pictures of everything. I'm tra- walking around the city. And then later I read the fucking New York Times that said everyone was doing it because after 9-11, we felt like we wanted to take pictures of our life. That's So weird. you and I were doing it at the same time. That's freaked out. Like in some close encounters of the third kind. And when I read that in the New York Times, I fucking threw my camera out. <laughs> I go, I'm not giving in to that shit. That way, the, if I take pictures, the terrorists win. <laughs> did you used to make prints of your pictures? I mean, before yeah. digital, yeah. you'd make prints. Yeah, I have fucking drawers filled with pictures. I so many years. Just all packed over and under the chairs. And By the way, are we still on the air? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, well, I, we ran a little late. Is today. it like daylight savings time? I didn't no, know if we were allowed we to. I thought it was in here. We, just, <laughs> just, we stayed too long. All right, well, we'll wrap. Jeffrey's right. No, no, you I think it's wonderful. I just thought, you absolutely not. I was just Jeffrey, why did you bring it up? Yes. I was just confused. What's wrong with you? No, because I thought, I, I didn't what know how saying? this runs. Say on the air. I always Chris. get confused. I can't. He, I cannot understand a word Chris is saying in the headphones. Why do you go, you got in the corner and start going, huh? What? <laughs> I love how you and Chris can't see each other the way this is set up. Yeah, it's terrible. Do you? Are uh, you guys enemies? As to mention that the uh, Seth MacFarlane Town Hall will be airing right after us. We should have. Did we have a hard out today? Uh, no, it, it's it's scheduled for to air directly after our show. Well, we should have been plugging that all day today. Seth MacFarlane, who um, not only is he you know great for what he's done, he's the producer of Cosmos now. Terrific. Oh, wow. Yeah. That guy's a genius, man. Yeah, the, Neil deGrasse? Terrific guy. Prolific yeah. dude. Wow, cool. Neil deGrasse Tyson comes in, and he's done the show four times. And he's done your show four times? Yeah. Oh, he's, and I he, said that uh, me and him should start doing some science projects together. And he was like, what? I go, you do the work, and we'll just both sign our names to it. <laughs> you know? He's very smart. He's amazing. I was just watching that yesterday. The guy is unbelievable. Do you love that show? Yeah. When he phenomenal. got the multiverse, I was like, I'm in over my head. Yeah, it's beyond comprehension. Take us like, to see that. It's like trying to, we'll do it later. Right? It's like trying to picture infinity, you know, at that as far out as you can imagine, you're just starting. That fucking weirded me out. Right? That Isn't that amazing? Isn't that a weird thought? As far out as you can possibly imagine, you're just starting. Wow. Or, are, or are we already there? I mean, where you're no closer, so you're stay no, where you yeah, are. Exactly, exactly. Stay, stay where you are. Yeah. Stay yeah. exactly where infinity. you are. That's right it. in the middle of right. infinity, right now. Exactly. So what's coming up next, Buzz. Seth MacFarlane, the town hall is coming up next here on Raw Dog. Esther Koo, thank you so much for being here. See her March 27th through the 30th at the Off the Hook Comedy Club, Marco Island, Florida. And Jeffrey Gurian, his book is Make Em Laugh, available everywhere. And on ComedyMattersTV.com, at Jeffrey Gurian on Twitter. Thanks, Buzzy. Thank you, guys, so it was much. So nice to meet you. So nice You're to be fine. here. Thank you so You're much. Nice, Jeffrey. Looks like a million bucks today. Thank Shelby, you, I feel like you made a front today in your own way. <laughs> you know, now you're gonna say goodbye to her. She's heading back to Miami. Yeah. So no. let the tears go. Let the tears go. I'm gonna well, do his makeup later. That'd be great. Uh, that's it for us. March Madness is coming. Make sure you go to theinterobank.com to sign up for this year's Brackets Tournament. Your chance to win a Kevin Durant-signed basketball. And that's the end of my show. Donk. You know what you've been doing? You've been listening to The Ron and Fez Show. It's now over. But don't worry. You can listen again and again on Sirius XM On Demand. Go to SiriusXM.com slash On Demand. Listen to Ron and Fez whenever you want. Go to SiriusXM.com slash On Demand.
This show was brought to you by Afro and Friends. You can get other high-quality Opie and Anthony-related audio from the website afroandfriends.blogspot.com.